Auto One Podcast Network. Hi, this is Ja Rule, and I love creative writing, baby. Can we just go like straight to pants shitting? I don't care if you're one percenter or a ninety-nine percenter. Y'all can kiss a hundred percent of my ass. Two strokes are for white fucking trash. Junky, you're awful. Human son. Let's go! This podcast is hosted by three sentient beings. One of them's hot, one of them's not, and one of them looks like a bowl of snot. You decide who's who. Hey, in the meantime, the views and opinions of the participants of the Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast are those of the participants and do not reflect the policy, position, or opinions of Creative Writing, the Moto One Podcast Network, or any of its affiliates. Moto One made us say that, by the way. Enjoy the show. Uh, That'll be my low. Yeah. All right. Dirt bags and assholes, you've you've really hit us at a low. <laughs> this is episode. <laughs> this is episode three hundred five of the Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast, and I am here in the studio tonight with Mad Mama Dawson. No, mm-hmm. Mean Mama Dawson. No, we'll think, we'll think. If you jerks would get off your lazy asses and submit some, I know other co-host nicknames. We'll have we'll make that our word of the week. We'll just have a rambling uh, word of the week thing with the with the co-host Mama Dawson here, and you can um, you can send maybe us there's in. like a special perk uh, for whoever comes up with the best name. Ooh, you hear that, jerkwads? Perk. Perky perk. Perky perk. What? Perky perk. A perky perk. I don't even. Wow, my mind has been blown. Yeah. She's thinking of stuff on the fly, guys. She's going to get at you a perky perk if if and when you uh, actually get off your tukases and and get into giving us a what's it called a, a name here. Um, speaking of speaking of a, 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 a what's it called? I can't even think today. I am fucking <laughs> hot. Yeah, I am. Blo- I'm like dripping sweat. Way, way, way! You Californians never can, you know, stop crying about. <laughs> it's either too hot or too cold or rainy. It, it I know. rained last night. It's like kind of humid-ish. It's very humid, yeah. Mostly, it's humid because of the tears coming out of my eyes. Because did you hear that Paul Rubens died? Yeah. Fucking Pee Wee Herman, dude. I know. Who fucking kills Pee Wee Herman and then just walks away like that? I loved that show. I remember watching it as a kid and I always I don't even remember the other character name, but the lady that would go like Mecca 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 Honey Ho. Oh, that was Jumbie. That was a that was a that was a that was a uh, swami in a box, dude. That was a lady. <laughs> oh shit. See, that's like I don't even remember. Now I need to really go back and watch. Yeah. I forget the guy's name, John Rapatone or something. John uh he also passed away. So Jumbie's dead. Um Pee Wee Herman's dead. Captain well Phil Phil Hartman played Captain, should I forget his name, but the sea captain, you know, uh-huh. th- that always uh, liked Miss Yvonne. So, f- you know, Phil Hartman's dead. <laughs> like, oh, the cat, when the cast of Pee Wee's is going, you know, is dying, it's, it's a sad day. Probably how my grandma felt when like the cast of Barney Miller was dying. And I'm like, who, who the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, no, 
when Pee Wee when the cast of Pee Wee's on. So we still have Lawrence Fishburne. I think he played Cowboy Curtis. And then the lady that played Miss Yvonne, she has like three names and I can't remember any of them right now. Her name is like Lynn Ann Nyquist or something. She's still around. And I don't and I don't know if that counts. Is that's it. Like that's the only ones I can think of. Everybody else was a puppet. So uh yeah. Pee-wee, Pee-wee, uh, you better, whoever played Miss Yvonne. Mm-hmm. I saw someone like, you guys are going to hate me, but I saw, it looked like he was in a biker, like a little biker clip of him. What movie was? Oh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Yeah, I don't think I've seen it, but I oh, saw, you know, people, lots of people showing clips of that. All right, everyone. I'm sorry that we had Kim on the show. <laughs> now that she's admitted that she's never seen <laughs> <laughs> She's never seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, he definitely. That's where the whole tequila, tequila. He he gets on the bar and dances around and saves his saves his ass. And then they put him on a bike and wish him because he tips over their Harleys. That's <laughs> now we need a a movie night. Mm-hmm. We definitely do need a movie night and uh, creative, not creative writing, but Moto One. Has been uh, there's been some ramblings in the office headquarters about doing a biker movie podcast. So we'll see if that. Oh. You know, yeah, you you be on the panel for that. That reminds me, like, and you might even know this because it was down in your old hood. Um, a long, well, I don't a few years ago. I don't know. I guess a long time ago. There, the drive-in down at Lakes, I think it was the Lakeside one, um, did a motorcycle movie night. Oh, wow. Like, right into the movie, like, to the drive-in. Yeah, probably in a good old Santee. Yeah, at the Santee one. Um, that was happening for a while, like, a, quite some time ago. I think Pre-child, I almost... so at least 10 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I was going to say, I haven't been to the Santee drive-in since... I was a kid, and that was probably when Porky's was playing there. Yeah. I probably saw Harry and the Hendersons there. Oh, I see. I know that one. I know them. Good. Yeah. No, that was uh, before Pee-wee's. <laughs> so see? I, okay. So I, I actually, those are probably same era-ish yeah. movies. Yeah, you really need to blow. Did you need to see Buckaroo Banzai uh, and the Adventures Across the Eighth Dimension or whatever that's called? That I swear to God, the first twenty-five minutes is sponsored by Harley Davidson. <laughs> so, yeah, you you would love that one. That's a good one. Um, hey, before we get into too far into blabbing, because I do want to talk to you about Topo Chico and all this other stuff, but we really need to get the word of the week out of the way, and oh, yes. we need to get to our highs and lows. So, the word of the week this week comes to us from our Facebook group, Word of the Week. And uh, I think if you go to Creative Writing's page, you can find it there. Uh, The Word of the Week this week is weather. And boy, are we having some of it right now. It's fucking terrible. I feel like I'm in Texas right now because it's so humid and shitty. And like you said, did it rain by you? Last night, like around God damn it. in the morning. I wish it would rain here. We fucking need it. And just, just to knock down this shitty hot air, to just mm-hmm. cool it off for a second. I don't even care if it lasts that long. It's just been so hot and humid. A fucking, I thought it was a stork flew in here earlier. It just turns out <laughs> it was a mosquito. Uh, so that's always nice when this weather gets like this. It's the whole reason I moved out here from Arkansas is to get away from 
humidity and mosquitoes. And now they're like, well, surprise, motherfucker. So, but yeah, so the word of the t- t- today is weather. Um, Did we like get busted at all for the last one word of the we, week we didn't although someone hacked my account and oh may, yeah yeah tried tried to make me say it um which i always <laughs> make like up putting words into your mouth literally literally and i i uh you know it's cool because i always make up history too so that was fine with me but um <laughs> But yeah, so why don't you reach over? You just installed your horny on your bike last week, and we we established that already. Yeah. So reach over there and give that sucker a, a fucking honk. And before you do, why don't you say the word of the week uh, as well? Get it, get it out of the way. No, no. Right. Climate. <laughs> uh, gonna, damn, girl. You know, that one's going to be – the word of the week is going to be hard for me because I'm always checking that on my phone. What Wait. the day's going to be like, the temperature. <laughs> You're always checking the what? The temperature. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as I'm blasting the horn, I realized it was on the wrong channel. You probably didn't hear anything. I didn't. Yep. Hey. Yo, that horn is getting crazier every week. Did you change it? <laughs> Yeah, you're the tech guy. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you need to adjust the uh, the a decibel mo- the decibel arometer. <laughs> I don't know, but um, but yeah. So don't say the word uh, that has to do with how the crappy stuff that's surrounding you. And I'm not talking about air. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's get into let's get into our highs and lows this week. Um, and then I want to hear about this Topo Chico mess. Uh, that was a little off air, but I really want to get into it because I think people would really want to hear about it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I think you should start with the high, your highs and lows. My highs and lows? Well, my highs and lows has to do with the word of the week, so I don't think I should be saying, talking oh. about it. Here, let me let me deflect. Uh, my highs and lows, my high is my low. And I think that's I think that's often the case with me. I'm such a... Yeah, such you a, used to that one last Yeah, it's like, I'm a, it's like I'm a penny and I have two sides and each side has something different on it. But they're both on the same penny. And I think that's why they call people pennies. I don't know why they call people penny. But uh, my, <laughs> my highs and lows, that was the most retarded joke I've ever told. I'll try to edit that out. <laughs> but my, my highs and lows is this week at work, I'm extremely busy. And I have been for the last two weeks training people. And here's why it's my high and my low. It's my high because I love training people. Like it's awesome. And I love uh, doing that sort of stuff at my work. Um, you know, it's, it's just fun. Like I, I really love, I really love what I do at my work. And so it's, it's fun to be training people. The low is because also at my work, I'm responsible for so much crap that on top of training everyone, <laughs> uh, well, like it's three new people. Um, I also still have those responsibilities and meetings and, and I've kind of grown, you know, it's been a minute since I've had to train people. I think twenty. 21 was the last time I had to train people. So I've had this whole like last like two years kind of free and just like managing them a little bit like here and there without having to train, you know, like, Hey, we can, we can walk through some problems and I can show you some stuff that you've never had to do before. But, um, now it's like, back to the drawing board. Um, and I, you know, it just takes up a lot of time. So the high is, I love it. The low is, 
I still got to do everything else on top of it because I because there's nobody that can really train right now except for me, uh, which is kind of makes kind of rough. So yeah, and then you get behind on your own work that you're supposed to be doing like oh on yeah top of training oh yeah <laughs> and I was already behind on that because so much of my day is spent spinning my wheels trying to do something that and then at the end of the day I feel like I haven't done anything although I've done like 25 little things all day that at the end of the week I'm like loose ends which is actually I think what this uh yeah right? that's what this episode's called it is so yeah exactly so you know it sounds like you've been in that grind too so mm-hmm. yeah Tell us what else is. Tell us what else grinds your gears. Uh, what grinds my gears yeah. is running into some dumb piece of grill equipment on the back of my camper as I was like coming in. Bro, uh, we need to talk about your your flesh wounds right now. I so true to my. The co-host really bashed up her hand. She texted me right before the show a picture of it, and I was trying to figure out what mammal. They got ran over by an eighteen wheeler. I was looking at, <laughs> and then I realized it was your hand, and wow, got, you had flayed it open. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, like when you get old, when you injure yourself, and don't talk to me about getting old. <laughs> it feels more traumatic than it actually probably was, and oh, like when you bang the back of your hand and it shoots through it's every just a bone. Metal? Yeah, yeah. I. I was like, oh my God, I think I broke my hand. I'm not going to be able to do my job. Like was just like, you know, typing a, a ton. Yeah. And and then of course the, the, the very next thought is like, oh my God, can I still like, am I going to yeah. ride my bike? Oh, like- that would have that been my second concern. <laughs> I would have been sweating it for another reason. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. I got you. Right. The um, other, the other throttle. <laughs> Um, but it's, it's just sore now. It'll just be an ugly bruise, I think. So of course it felt horrible. Yeah. I'm going to assume that you were walking, looking somewhere else and you were that, you did that mid swing thing where your hand was coming forward at 342 miles an hour and it just bashed right across all those veins that are like in the back of your hand and everything. Yes. Yeah. Oh God. Just saying that made me like get one of those like real metallic feels through and now my now the top of my hand looks like you know when old people get those skin tears that don't are, talk to me about old people and skin tears i am my whole body is an old person's skin, skin tear. tear yeah um <laughs> i'm a skin tear <laughs> i'm gonna get a shirt that says that i am a skin tear <laughs> they're so gross yeah like, I used to, well, I mean, of course, like my parents get them, but like, you you know, working in a hospital and it's just like, no. And then they put the clear bandage over it. So you see it all still. And yeah. Yeah. I, I love when you're talking to an older person and it doesn't matter what color their skin is. If they have a little skin tear on it and there's always a little piece of dried blood because for some reason, old Mm -hmm. people don't wipe off their blood. It just stands out. No matter the paler they are, the worse it is. Because then it just looks like a black hole to the universe on their yeah, skin. But yeah, it's like under their skin, yeah. like under and over and yeah, but it doesn't and flipped over exactly, exactly. And it doesn't like I said, it doesn't matter what their actual skin color is. It stands out like a sore thumb against just. It just looks so gross and um yeah. yeah. And then if they have the clear little bandage, it's all juicy too. And you're Ew. like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. 
Yeah. Moisten up. Uh, get them fluids Moist. dry, Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> I can say that now that it's not the word of the week this week. Yeah. But um, yeah, dang. I could do my fluids this last weekend, though. You inspired me. Yes. Nice. Nice. So it was hard to like not say that. Yeah. Or post it anywhere that someone would see. Right. Did you scribble it in the in the sand and then crinkle it out with your foot? Yeah. <laughs> sure. You wrote it on a bathroom wall. I did. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, it that's why the word of the week is fun. And uh if I were to if we were in person and I caught you saying it, boy, I would like never let you live it down either. Um <laughs> yeah, no, word of the week's gonna be fun. And talking about now, let me quantify that you can say the word of the week this week if you mean it in uh, this or that. like Not what um, it's actually for. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about the climate here. We're okay. not talking about the word, I'm going to say it right now, whether or not you, you know, you can use it in that oh. context because those are two different wo- words. It's like if the word of the week was would, W-O-O-D, and you say, hey, would you like to go driving? Those are two different words, two different contexts. So you can say whether or not, but you can't say the other one that means the climate. Okay. So just keep that in mind. All right. And if you say something that's very ambiguous, Ty goes to the runner and you have to do the punishment. <laughs> Ooh, I get to punish? <laughs> no, no, you you get the punishment. Oh, I'm getting the punishment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you think you think you know? You, yeah, I should have I should have just said yes. Let you think of it, and then I, I said yes, <laughs> and you said it. So you're getting it. So <laughs> I might just say the word just because I want the punishment. Right. Like, well, Jesus Christ, we got. I want to know I what do. the punishment is now. <laughs> I know. We'll have to so, uh, is that your low or because or not uh, you? Because it looks like you also have some other lows here. I know my whole life's a low. Not really. God damn. That'll be on the next podcast. Throttle Therapy with Mama Dawson and Junkie Turdman. Yeah, yeah. And and Dr. Uh, Saginot. (laughs) Um, Okay, so my high, yeah, like you, I stole your little theme. Like you, my highs and lows, I kind of were the same until I busted my hand like 15 (laughs) minutes ago. Um. So my high from our last episode was doing a ride. Um, I went down to Balboa Park to one of the events we talked about um, last time. And on the way home, so I went from San Diego and I decided to go up. My original plan was to go up Mount Laguna um, up towards Garage 79 that way. But then I cut off the 8 on 79 towards uh lake cuyamaca and julian because i'd never i've only been a backpack on that road like gotcha probably 10 years ago so i've never ridden it myself so i went up through there but you know when you just have those like off days where you feel like you're riding shitty yeah and i knew it was a new road for me and so i just fell off and um But the low was like, I wanted, I did want to be alone on that ride, especially if it's one, a new road to you. I kind of like to be alone. So yeah, yeah. And, um, so it's nice to be alone, but then it gets depressing too. Sometimes it's like, I want to be alone. So I didn't really tell a lot of people my ride plan for the day. And then, you know, when, when you get kind of towards the end of the ride or you stop 
for lunch or you're like, oh, you know, like this kind of sucks. Like I wish I at least had one friend, had someone with me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But then run in, you usually, I usually run into people I know anyways. And that happened. So it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. If I run into people I know, it's usually at a cemetery and they're dead and I'm the one who's alive. Uh, yeah, no, I I never... I've met the coolest people and all of them are people I didn't know beforehand. I met... That's um cool too. Yeah. I met... Going up, I was just... I heard that... Um, what was I doing? I heard that Mods versus, Mods versus Rockers, which they don't call it that up here in L.A., L.A. chapter calls theirs the big wheel, little wheel, because, you know, scooters versus motorcycles... And, um, I, maybe I just happened to hear about it one day or heard that it was, I don't even know about it. Cause this is like before Instagram was really a thing. And, um, I just happened to be riding up there and I see this motorcycle on the side of the road. It's beautiful Kawasaki. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, fuck, there's no one around. Like what the, <laughs> so I stop and I'm looking around yeah. and I'm like, damn, this is just parked here all by itself and there's no rider. And then this chick comes up from the mountain below <laughs> She's like, oh, hey, what's up? Totally hiking up her pants. And she was just down there taking a piss. And I was like, oh, okay. I totally did that this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then I met her. We we, we talked and shit. And and then I followed her up there. And yeah, I mean, I met the coolest person. Just she was super cool, too. And I just met her just because she had to be taking a piss. So that's how I meet people. (laughs) <laughs> like while they're yeah, you were like, I'm gonna jack this bike and then she runs out like hey yeah. motherfucker. Right. No, yeah, I did that too. Like once I got through uh up at the top by Cleomaca, like I knew where it ended up and I knew the end point stuff, but just the road like remembering oh how many curves and mm. kind of where I was at in the process. But yeah, and it was warming up, which I knew was gonna yeah, happen yeah so i had pulled off up there and uh like delay well i guess you're supposed to layer up uh when it's hot out but i was delayering and mm-hmm. um got my fluids <laughs> in, yeah and um yeah i went behind i went and peed like i needed to regroup but same kind of thing like my bike was kind of out there and uh Nobody tried to jack it? No. Nobody came to see if there was a rider in distress? There was one other car. I did park by like a trail, like a trailhead. Mm. And there was one car parked there. So I'm like, watch. I'm sure like the one time the, per- <laughs> the hiker is going to come by, I'll have my pants down. Yeah. <laughs> no, nothing to see here. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I, I, I beg to differ, madam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rad. Uh, yeah, no, no. I, I, um, that part of San Diego is beautiful. It's out in the, it's out east of San Diego in the hills. And when I was a kid, uh, when I first moved here from Arkansas, my, uh, my grandma used to, uh, be part of a equestrian club of all mm. things. It wasn't really that sounds fancy. Equestrian club sounds very British, like people that ride around doing <laughs> Jim Carna and these little black hats with jodhpurs on. She this was like a fucking straight up old cow cow people like ranchers and shit. Like she was she lived on a ranch. She boarded horses, and everybody out there had horses that they used to. Um, you know they they did the rodeo shit. Although I would say like in San Diego the the cattle ranching had long, long gone. You know, there was no more yeah. cowboys, but, but the, this is where they still lived out in Lakeside. Like where you're talking about is very, it was very, uh, horse, uh, 
you know, it was horse country still, and there was a lot of cowboys and rednecks out there. So it it was, uh, we'd go out there. Long story short, I'm talking about that. I should be talking about where you were. Uh, there was an actual horse camp out there where mm-hmm. you would go out and take your horses out in the trailers, and then people go trail ride out there just like a motorcycle. It's no, no different than getting a group of your buddies and getting your motorcycle out to the, um, you know, motorized trails to go riding. That's exactly, they'd go out there, they'd camp for like a week and just ride horses and barbecue and talk shit around camp. It was, it was really cool. It was basically like moto camp, but horses. horses. And so my, my, my neighbors all had dirt bikes and I had fucking horses. So meat (laughs) horse, iron horse, we were two different worlds for a little bit, but, um, but it is so beautiful getting back to the scenery. It is amazing. There's just deer. There was some meadows and ponds. Yeah. There was some like little rock or stone ranch kind of cabins in there. Like I wanted to stop and take pictures and I'm like, I'm like, I'm just going to keep going. Oh, and there was a cool look, a uh, biker bar. I meant to look it up. Hmm. There was a little biker bar down there and um, I didn't even know that. So I, you know, what? I'm going to need to look that up because I wanted to check it out. It looked Yeah. Cool. So what are the pros and cons of riding solo, especially out um, in beautiful country like that? Well, I guess the cons is obviously like if something happens, you're, you're like by yourself, but you're not, uh, it's true. not like you're out in the boonies. Someone eventually is going to, but you're you. still, I mean, <laughs> I lived out there for a little bit and the response time for the, uh, yeah. Fire trucks and parabetics isn't that great. Like yeah, there's I'd probably say at least 30, uh, yeah, half an hour. An hour at least. Yeah. 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 There's like two paramedics and the, it's funny cause the town I stayed in, I, I mean, I guess I lived there for, uh, a little bit for like a year. Um, the sheriff station was there and those fuckers were always gone because like that was the only town. Like everything else is just like a, a group of houses together. It's not really a town, right? So the towns yeah. are few and far between. And this one actually had like gas pumps and stuff. So I think that's why they picked it for the sheriff's area. It was kind of central. It was Pine Valley, if anybody's uh, familiar with Pine oh, Valley. Yeah. It's like right there on the eight freeway eight side of, um, Cuyamaca. So yeah, it was like, there was two, two fucking sheriffs for that whole back country. And, um, I think one or two firehouses, <laughs> that was it. So yeah, you're, yeah. You, if you, something happens, you're deep shit. I think I've still heard that there's only one or two sheriffs kind of out in that like yeah. area too, like Lake Hinshaw. Yeah. yeah I would Warner imagine Springs. so. Like I, I heard that just recently too. There's like not that many, that yeah. much law enforcement out there. Nope. But, the crazy um, thing is, is that you don't realize how close it is to the Mexico border too. And when I was a kid, this is before I had, you know, motorcycles and all that fun stuff. My friends, my friend and I, and this is, this is back in the day when you could drop your kid off at a campsite when they were like <laughs> 16 and they could stay there because my friend was 16. He was older than me and I would just stay there. Like we'd just stay at the campsite. No adults. His mom mm-hmm. would just drop us off. I'll be back for you guys Sunday afternoon. Go hang out with her boyfriend. And it was just me and him alone at this campsite all weekend. No questions asked, right? I want to uh, do that with my kids now. Dude, I, you know, I think it's because his mom... Uh, actually, I don't know if there was rules back then about kids getting a campsite. I mean, I literally think that within like the last 15 or 20 years, things have dramatically changed. Yeah. Where before, I think like almost anything 
went. Was you it know? like a state park kind of campground or just a? No, it's just like a like Mount Laguna campground, and we yeah. would go up there and stay. the The thing is, is that we were there was an old um, Air Force base up there, or something like that. And it had like a drive-in theater. It had a pool. And so the pool was in Transworld uh, and Thrasher a couple of times because a lot of skateboarders would go up there. And you're like, why are all these skateboarders going out into the fucking middle of nowhere? Like mountains, you know, away from anything that's skatable. It's just dirt and mountains. Well, it's because there was this old like Air Force or Army base up there um, on the top of Mount Laguna. And it had been abandoned. And when I first started going there, there was still, everything was there. It was, it was abandoned like in the eighties, I think. But I mean, I was going there in like the late nineties, you know, after I saw it in Thrasher and I was like, oh shit, this is in San Diego somewhere. So, um, there was a drive-in movie theater, a dance hall, like all the barracks, all the like cafeterias, a machine shop. I mean, it was a full on working, uh, working base with the swimming pool and everything. Just like they had literally just abandoned it. But I guess there used to be a lot of people come over from the border and like, if you could make it up there, because it was the top of a fucking mountain. We but should. The, is it? Do you think that stuff is still there? I don't think it's still there anymore. If it is, it's like God. This is this has been like thirty years ago, and it had been closed okay. for like twenty years at that point. So, I mean, since the eighties, I guess that isn't 12, fifty years ago, but it's probably been closed for a good like forty years. But we could go check it out. Like, I mean, that'd be kind of for fun. A ride. Yeah, yeah, and um. But yeah, like all that shit was up there and it was slowly getting torn down piece by piece by piece. And um, so we, you'd go up there one year and the some of the buildings would be gone, but some were still there. You go up the next year, some more were gone. But I think that they still have one of those like radar dish things up there. Oh. So, they, so they still do like use it. And my buddy and I were up there and like some sheriffs came and we like, oh shit. And we like laid down and buried ourselves in weeds. And I realized, I think they were looking for... Um, because it's still government property, I think. But I think they were looking for like um, illegal, like transients. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah. that, I don't think they were looking for two assholes on skateboards. I think they were just looking for for people like squatting there as a place to stay. But it was way up on top of the mountain. You would have had to go from the 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 borders like way down. You know, yeah, <laughs> at sea yeah. level, you would have had to hike up this fucking crazy <sighs> mountain. But it's that that whole area up there is just full of like wonder and weird little things like that. Um, Lake Cuyamaca is beautiful. And especially with, even though it was probably hot, I'm sure that that grass, even, even when it's dry, the little waves, like when the wind hits it, it's so pretty out there. It is like this yellowy Mm -hmm. green and usually like, and you'll sometimes see some deer out Mm -hmm. there and, um, uh, and there's a new, there's, at Lake Cuyamaca, there's like a restaurant pub place that's under new ownership too. So like a nice place to eat. And- yeah. Yeah. That, that always, is it the one like right where you can see the lake from the, yeah, inside? yeah that was always such a cool place and it's been there forever. I mean, that was there yeah. when I was a little kid. So that, that's still there. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I actually thought about riding down there just to meet you for that. Cause I was like, Ooh, she's, when you shared your right, your route with me, I was like, that looks fun. Like I might just cruise down and meet yeah. you in Cuyamac or Palomar or Julian or something and just I fuck, did cut it San short. Diego. Yeah, I did I decided not to go to once I got up to Julian and it was warming up, I'm like, eh, I'm gonna bypass like garage seventy nine and just go to hideout real quick. Yeah. And um I did go to another place. 
Actually, this was going to be my high too. Um, earlier in the week, I went on a quick afternoon or evening ride and took my daughter to off the 76, like you're going up to Henshaw, but in Palma Valley, there's a little bar restaurant hotel thing on the right called um, the Lazy H. And you can't see it from the road, but I grew up there, like going there with my parents to eat and things for Crazy. dinner. And um, so took my daughter out there and there's like a an old it's not a merry-go-round, but you know, like the things yeah, you go it was. really fast yeah, on. Yeah. It looked it, like it was a merry-go-round. Yeah. Yeah. Where you move your legs real fast and yeah. like spin and spin and spin. And um, so that like a bar restaurant, you could take your drinks outside into the a huge grassy lawn and shaded. It was, it was like, that was an awesome, it's a hidden gem. We, another place I want to show people because you pass by it. It's like right by the speed trap. If you're going up to Palomar, um, <laughs> like there's you know a roundabout it, there. It reminded me of when you showed me the pictures of it, it reminded me a little bit of the place where, um, dirty dancing would have taken place. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The big like, eucalyptus. So the, the eucalyptus yeah. was huge. Like I've never seen a base. And I even took a picture of like my daughter, uh, standing next to one of the eucalyptus because it was, it was almost redwood size around, and I've just never seen a eucalyptus that huge before. Yeah, that's incredible. But yeah, dirty dancing looked like, or like, um, kind of had the restaurant itself kind of has like that Mount Baldy Lodge feel. Yeah, and they have some pretty cool. Like hotel cabin rooms too. Hell yeah, Triple With H. A pool. Oh wait, you said Lazy H. I think Triple H is a wrestler. Triple H. <laughs> I thought that was like a hemorrhoid. <laughs> oh, but that's Preparation that? H. Oh, Preparation H. <laughs> we know too many. We know too many of the H's. <laughs> too many H's. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, nice. that's not, that was another high earlier in the week. That ride. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. That is totally awesome. I I actually got in a ride too. I. I I, I knew I wasn't going to be able to make it down to where you were. And when I woke mm -hmm. up Saturday morning, I was thinking of it and I was like, fuck. Like, it, nobody but then you felt... have to do something because it's already in your head. Yeah, yeah. And and my uh, my wife didn't feel very good. So I was like, oof, maybe maybe it, it's a message because I shouldn't, you know, shouldn't go very far. But I, I need to get out. And I went over to um, Wiggins is out of town. He's on like another. He was in Iceland for like a week and a half. And now he's been going across the country for like three weeks mm -hmm. so he's not around to ride with but other chris is and for some reason i thought he was out of town and i so i was like hey uh, if you guys want to go for a ride and he said you know maybe my girl would be up for it so i assumed he was out like on a photo or not a photo shoot but like a video or doing like a, a movie or doing some set shit so i was like oh, okay cool we'll let her know i'm, I'm down you know and I'll, I'll be over in a little bit if she's down for it, and then and then when I when I get there to his, their house, he's there too, and I was like, oh, this is awkward. Like, <laughs> I, was like yeah. I was like thinking about my text, and I was like, why did now? Uh, you know, because I was like, oh, share my info, share my contact with info with her in case she wants to go. You know, like totally, my text must have not made any sense to him, and I was thinking he was out of the uh, out of town, right? So when yeah. I see him, I'm like. Wait, you're here and you don't want to ride. So what happened was we just uh, sat around his house and looked at all of his motorcycles and talked about motorcycles and all the shit that 
that he needs to do to his. He's got uh, almost every motorcycle um, is being constructed. He took he got the suite. Uh, I, I, I negotiated this deal for him to get a. a, a Sorry, my dog is freaking out because there's like beetles flying all over us in here. <laughs> um, I negotiated a deal for him to get this like old Suzuki, like, God damn it, I forget what it is. It was like a 1974, uh, I don't even know the model, T, a TL, you know, 250 two stroke or something like that. I forget the, I forget the model number, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so he got it and he's, he's had it for a few months and he's totally toward it's, it's so funny. It's sitting there with the engine torn apart. <laughs> and I was like, dude, and he's like, dude, I bought like eight gasket kits. He's showing me all the nerdy, uh, cause he's like, I knew, I knew me I'd write it. I'd you know inspect the top end and then tear it apart. Mm-hmm. And you know, once you take the gaskets off, you don't, you can't re, you know, you, you're done. You got to like, re, you can't reuse them. You you really should replace them. So he's like, yeah. So I got new gaskets. You know, I, I got two sets because I knew if, if it still leaked or whatever. So yeah, it was kind of running weird. So we were talking about that and how he's got it tore down. And then we nerded out on all these like cheap eBay carbs that he's getting. <laughs> then we looked at his Harley and his Harley's like blown like four pistons out of it so we were talking about it and he finally figured out what it is after having it for like 10 years i was like damn so yeah it was it was a fun day definitely a fun day um and his girl of all things got a new klx um or no it might be a yeah i guess it's a klx um uh 250 uh-huh. And or 230, he said 250, but I I guess they do make a 250. They also make a 230, and it's it's a kind of new. It's like a 2017 or something. And he wanted to um he wanted to get her one, and the Kawasaki dealership wouldn't help him out. So he's like, "Fuck, this is lame." You know, That's bike sad. bike prices have gone nuts in the last few years, right? For no real reason, but it just so happens that he was working with the. Uh, a particular, I don't know if I should say it, so I won't, I guess, but he was working for a particular movie that just came mm-hmm. out and they needed a bike for the red carpet. <clears throat> and so, hey, he was able to get it that way. And he, you know, he did this, uh-huh. he did the set setup for the red carpet and he did like the vehicle, uh, you know, all, all the vehicle um, scouting and all that. And he, and he ended up getting the, you know, getting the bike from that that job so yeah yeah so not only was it on the carpet with it was uh oh shit (laughs) no no i said oh no (laughs) edit that out let me see 3758 okay (laughs) remember to edit that out but yeah (laughs) so not only was it on the carpet with a very huge star but um yeah it uh it was uh yeah, he got it. He got it. So, so she's got a new bike, which is cool. And so we talked about all that fun stuff. And then I just came home because, like you, like you said, it was getting hot as it fucking was. shit. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, hey, are you uh, are you ready to jump into some events? I want to hear what like you what you did this weekend. This is this is pretty exciting. So so yeah. yeah. Um, I went down. And I even like, so this sounds like, I feel like I live about an hour out of San Diego and I never ride down there. I don't prefer to ride to a city. I usually like to go out right. to the desert or, or you like mountain roads and stuff. So I 
this was probably one of my first or second times even just like riding down to San Diego um, d near downtown. But I went to one of the events that we talked about um, early on the last episode, which was called um, the Motorcycles in the Park at Balboa Park. And it was put on by the San Diego Automotive Museum there. And Cafe Moto also helped put that on. And they provided coffee and donuts. So that event was last Saturday. Um, and it was at like 7. It started at 7 or 7.30 in the morning till 9. And got there I don't know, about 15 minutes before it opened and they were just putting out a few bikes to the museum. Yeah. And um, when I rolled up the a lady, are you laughing at me? What are you laughing at? I saw your notes. Oh. <laughs> Camp out. Like, distracting me. <laughs> Sorry. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I rolled. And the, one of the museum ladies, uh, she was kind of like cheering when I like rode in and I think, I was like, oh, it's because, you know, I'm a female chick, uh, you know, a female writer. So I was like, she must write. No, but it's then you're I, on that sweet Harley ST. Yeah, it was, it was one of, I think one of the better Harleys there until some like old ass ones rolled up. Is that but, really why she was applauding? Cause you're on no, the Harley? Oh. I, what it was, <laughs> she, I talked to her and she said, I didn't think anybody was coming, going to come to this. Oh. And, um, so I was like, Oh, that's why she was like cheering, but that was cool too. But there was, from um, your pictures, it looked like a lot of people went, there was a good turn. I would say probably about, 40 or 50 bikes ended up showing up to the event. And nice. um, so it was for antique. It was um, antique bikes. Um, so there were some really cool ones. I I can't tell you the brands and styles and ages and all that. But um, it was just super cool to see. That's why I took pictures. I'm like, Junkie can like kill yeah. be able to identify them for yeah. But um, I probably then, rode some of them back when I was a kid, back in the yeah. 1920s. Yeah. Yeah. This one guy had like hit the original paperwork for one of them. Oh, shit. That's, and, that's awesome. Yeah. He pulled out a file and I kind of saw it and it it was crazy just to see how old like the paperwork was on it. Yeah. But um, written then, on like leather. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, I, literally, the person he was showing it to, he's like, oh, was it signed by Hitler? Like, that's how old. <laughs> like, they, that's what he said. He's all, no, it was signed by his dad. It's even <laughs> older than that. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Um, so, I got to meet one of our listeners, Rob, down there. So, that, that sucker is easy on the eyes, huh? <laughs> 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 and he smelled good too. Wow. Yeah, I remember him smelling pretty good. That's just true. Like fresh laundry or whenever we whenever we run into each other, we that's the first thing we do. We walk up and like sniff each other and like, yeah, you smell good. And he's always like he sniffs me and then goes and he tries not to dry. He he he's so polite. I can't I can't thank him enough. I um I feel like you know when you do when you ride like you pick up on smells. You oh know? yeah, like, definitely. That's why I can't, I can't ride behind Wiggins anymore. 
like, yeah, there's like some females, I feel, I don't know if we talked about this or not, like that'll put on like heavy perfume or things like that in it or like a really scented deodorant. And if you have like tea bars and you're like, right, you're next to them, like at a light. <laughs> the tea bars because right it keeps them. there because their hands are up and just the deodorant is just yes, like wafting I'm legit, up. Like, I've experienced this. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude. And what really messes with your mind is when it's like a sexy lesbian and wearing yeah. like a guy cologne. And it's like, you're so confused. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. You're like so confused. I'm I, just like, I dang. Guess. Yeah. I didn't know what to do with myself. I'm like, you Give him a so kiss. Good. That's what you do. Hey, if you smell good, like. Yeah. Even Old Spice. Fair also. game. Yeah. 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 How do you think I feel walking behind every old man in the deodorant aisle? I'm like, God, they all wear Old Spice. I guess I have to make out with all these old dudes in here. Don't yeah. tell my wife that I went shopping for deodorant again today. Yeah. <laughs> I kissed every old man in the store. Yeah, dude, that I, is, that's fucking funny. I never thought of that tea bars because <laughs> yeah, it wafts their deodorant out. Your arms are up and you're like <laughs> sitting in a light and like there's a slight breeze. Yeah, and- hell yeah. Yeah, but I don't like the overpowering like oh hell no female perfume like Bath and Body Works. Oh, I'm like God damn, damn dog. There's this one perfume, and I I don't I don't know the scent, I don't know the smell, but every time I smell it, it's unmistakable, and mm-hmm. it's fucking disgust. It's so thick, and when I'm walking behind, and it's 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 a woman's perfume, so yeah. I'm sorry, but when I'm walking behind ladies at like. Target or something or heaven forbid fucking Costco where there's no escape because you can't yeah. turn around. I, f- I nearly fucking pass out and I, I can't and it's not because it stinks. It's because it's well, it does stink. It's right. smelly. It's smelly. It's not putrid, but it it's so strong smelling that it's like, yeah. oh fuck, this is going to kill me. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm losing. It's, everything's going black. Oh God, hold on to the cart. Yeah. <laughs> I hate, I hate like, it. Even, like if you're still like going back, like if you're riding and a chick has on heavy perfume, if you can smell her like half a mile yeah. like in front of you or something, I'm like, dude. Don't commit a crime because if I can smell you, bloodhounds will be able to smell you for three days, you know, in advance. <laughs> they'll, they'll know where you are. Where you've been, you know, in the last week and a half. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's funny. But um, um, the event a, was yeah, super that, cool. Right, right. I was going to um, say, getting back to the the matter at hand. Uh, yeah. Good it, smelly Rob. I don't know how often. Yeah, he smelled delicious. Um, I don't know how like often they're going to do that. apple or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, that, like food? Did he smell like bratwurst? Because that <laughs> no, sounds pretty delicious. donuts. Hello. Oh, okay, there you go. All right. Yeah, that does <laughs> seem pretty delicious. Much. <laughs> Laundry, coffee, and donuts. That's all I need. <laughs> um, that yeah, that Cafe Moto coffee is like really good. I hadn't had them before, um, and they had that out there. But I don't. I'm wondering how often they're gonna do the event. Um, they also had like discounted tickets to go into the museum mm. and look at more of the motorcycle displays inside there, which right. I didn't do. I went into. The, use the restroom in there and I was like, Oh, I should like just hang out. And Dang, you pissed all, all day on that day. You, I know. It was you a lot there. Coffee. You peed. Yeah. You peed out on the way home. You probably just peed yeah. a couple other times. Um, yeah. That I totally forgot that San Diego has a, has a vintage motorcycle museum. And that is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Cause Balboa park is such a fun place to ride around all the old Spanish, you know, buildings yeah. down there and the architecture. It's really pretty. It's really pretty. And they had, um, so I'm hoping that's a once a month thing. It, 
That would um, be cool. Because I definitely want to go back. And I liked how early morning, you know, a nice ride. You like leave. I left at like six in the morning. And of course, like the roads are super open. And, right. I know. I was. That's another thing. I was like, damn, I'd, I'm going to have to leave at 530 to get there on time. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. got up in time to do it, or I think I, I think I was, I think I was like up yeah. maybe in time to get there or something. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "Fuck!" You're this. like, "I'm lame. I'm not gonna go." I, I think those are my exact words. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. I got to. Yeah, I met Rob. I met some other new people. Nice. And then, um, yeah, rode out part of the for, way on my. For ride. all they know, you're junkie. I know. <laughs> right. I mean, that's how the show works. I should have. I need to steal those glasses you have. Those sunglasses with the eyes. Shh! Don't tell. Don't tell secrets. <laughs> 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 yeah, those things are pretty. Those things are a pretty powerful disguise, and they uh, they do the trick. Yeah, that's my whole mo. I don't want anybody to know who we are as a podcast. That's I the know. best. I found out that the best promotion is no promotion. Actually, that's probably the worst. Well, Rob was all telling like. Uh, there was another female writer there. Like I think Rob was telling some people and I about you know the podcast, and then they were asking me about it, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm just here for the. I'm here for the coffee and the yeah. stew that smells like donuts and <laughs> donuts and laundry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I wish I would have gone down now. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, it's funny. Um, it turns out a lot of people like the podcast for some reason and it's not yeah. because of me it's because of you you dumb dumb you should have totally promoted yourself i heard you did promote yourself a little bit which is another nice thing let's get into some of the other events uh going on because i want to hear about some of this some of this stuff that um is happening and something that might have your name on it somewhere oh yeah well uh just yeah a few other events coming up that oh well this weekend which well, August 5th, so whenever you guys hear this, it might have passed. No, um, I'll put it out. There's Willow Springs um, going on an evening. Fucking I think it's 8 hot. to midnight. 8, to, 8 p.m. to midnight. That's probably the drags, but the regular track day, I think, is happening also uh, Also that day. Um, the okay. night drags happens on the front straight after the racing's done for the day. Okay. And... Um, yeah, but I think there is just going to be a regular practice track day during the day, and it's going to be a fucking roaster. If it's hot here in the valley up there, it's going to be three yeah, times as hot. That. Yeah. No. Yeah. So that's going on, and then the Westside Motorcycle Collective camp out on August nineteenth. <laughs> Junkie's gonna flake. I, think I love you're it. Gonna, I feel like you're gonna flake. All right, we'll see. Uh, but Rob's said he's gonna go for part of it. He can't. Stay the night and some other friends. So, um, thank God. I might have. I might have. Like, I was already thinking maybe Wiggins would want to snuggle. If Rob smells like coffee and donuts, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Um, so that's coming up still that we've been talking about. And then on August twenty seventh, down at the the um, Verona one eighth mile. But I don't know. I feel like that just it is. Good. It's eighth mile. Eighth mile. I know. See, I don't, I hated fractions in school. So yeah. eighth mile. Um, yeah. The Barona drags. So on the 27th down there is the test in tune day for the actual event, the SoCal bike drags um, that's ha- happening in October on the 21st. 
But on the 27th, the test and tune day where you can go in and um, fill out the track and get pointers and do all that for that drag event in October. And that's at Lakeside. And the group, my riding group, the Hellcat Ramblers, we're helping promote that event along with some other um, groups and the new El Cajon Harley, which is El Patron now. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) They're also sponsoring this event. And um, we have a discount code for 20% off the entry uh, to race, which is $50. Um, We have a promo code that's the word Hellcat for 20% off. And you can, I tried it out last night, so uh, it works. When oh, you shit, go. and now you're entered a race? That, it, you, <laughs> there's a test and tune day, and that's where you get your times, and there's a bunch of different categories. There's a women's, uh, the Iron Goddess uh, group for women riders. There's that class for trophy prizes. There was, I think, five or six different categories for racing. Um so 12, I rec- 12 bucks says I can get into the women's class. <laughs> no one knows what I look like. I do have several That's wigs. True. Yeah, I can get in. Take the VFR down there. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking smoke everybody. Yeah. That's what I rode this weekend and it was fucking, I was riding like an asshole. That bike is too fast. <laughs> do you feel like you have a different persona on whatever bike you ride? Oh, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That bike is my fuck you, especially since I painted it to look. Have you seen it? I painted it to look like it got, you know, taken out in a laser battle. I, yeah, it's, but I, but I legitimately on the right side painted, painted it to look like it had been hit with like a fucking RPG or something and has like Mm -hmm. fake, I faked the fluids shooting out of it. I, I modeled it after a Warhammer vehicle and, um, yeah, I, I I painted it on purpose to look like it's been hit with something like or been in an accident. So when I'm on yeah. it, I'm just like, if you see this fucking Scud missile coming at you at like 95 miles an hour from in your rearview mirror, and you see it, you're like, I'm getting out of the way. This guy has no fucking. Yeah, <laughs> this like guy, this guy has. You're not gonna lose any. You have no regrets. Yeah, yeah. This guy has <laughs> nothing to lose, and so people just move. And then if they don't, I just zip in and out of them so it's pretty yeah. nice and i just changed the fluids on it and it's all fucking hunky-dory the one thing i haven't done to any of my bikes this and i had a, i've had it on my list since the summer um started was to, to flush the brake fluids on all of them because oh. they all need it flushed every two years you should flush it yeah and that is my next thing to do and i have a super cool mighty vat kit that uh oh yeah, so so I don't need to like do it the old school way of pumping and pumping it and cracking open. I could show you how to do it even. It's I've done easy. it. Well, oh, yeah. I've done it the old school way. Yeah, I think yeah. I bought those little kits or I'm like, I'm just going to do it that. Um, and I've yeah. heard, yeah, there's some good kits out there. But I feel like, well, I've only done the front. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm just a pro pumper. Yeah. See, that's good for bleeding them, but for flushing them, oh, your pumping right. skills. Saying, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking bleeding. Yeah. Your pumping skills, if you want to make something bleed, 
are handy. If you want to totally flesh the system, yeah, you got to go. Yeah, I go haven't done bonkers. that. I take that back. Yeah, yeah. You're then. I do want to learn your mighty vac thing. Yeah, it sucks. Literally sucks all the fluid out. <laughs> Maybe I should come up and watch. Do you for sure? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you caught me off guard with that one. I almost, I almost said the word of the week on accident. Yeah, no, flush the fluids. We could say it this week, so yeah, let's do it. Hopefully, the climate's good because it's hot and fucking. I'll take video. We'll do a little tutorial. But bang, stick it up on Patreon. One of these days, Rob's going to quit getting all this free shit on YouTube, and he's going to have to become a patron because we're only going to put it up there (laughs) with the pre-release date and then then the YouTubes will get like the edited shit. We'll edit all the good stuff out. We'll, yeah. we'll edit all the, the actual information out. <laughs> <laughs> Just like showing us standing there with the tools and then showing us done and be like, that's it. <laughs> all the patrons get the real shit. So, yeah. Sorry to break into that. I'm excited that you, ha- you have a, a promo code. Is it Hellcat yeah. you said? It's Hellcat lowercase h and um, yeah, that's 20 20- percent off um on there and like i said the actual event's not till october 21st but um they're having this out there yeah i mean october 21st is going to be here it's already it's already august August. first you know so Mm -hmm. the 21st and it's going to be oh so fast yeah, the event itself, they're going to have, it's not just the racing. There's like um, vendors, bike mm, cool. shows, and all kinds of stuff going on then. It it's a really cool, cool that is a cool place to go. The Barona Drags, it's on the Barona Indian Reservation just outside between Lakeside and Ramona down there. And that's where the Twisted Throttles event happened a few years ago that was super cool. They had a bunch of really cool stuff out there. Mm-hmm. And it is fun. If they ever did like an overnight thing again, like Twisted Throttles did, that would be super sick. But uh, if it's just even just the drag strip, it's just super fun to go out there and spectate and watch. Yeah, I've never been. Yeah, it used to be dirt. When I first started going there, it was dirt and then they paved it. And when it was dirt, you would get like these nitromethane dragsters with like paddle tires, though. So it looked like it looked like a funny car mm-hmm. or or like one of those like thin rail, like super skinny front end cars, you know? Yeah. Uh, with the big old fat tires that are like four feet tall in the back. And they would just chuck up like dirt roosts, like 85 feet in the air because they're, and they do like eighth mile to those guys. They do it in like 1.3 seconds. You know what I'm saying? They're so Crazy. fast that like, uh, like two seconds and they're done. So, I know. He was like, yeah. I was talking to the, um, the guy who's putting it on Ethan last night and he's like trying to, you know, are you going to do it or, you know, no other women, do uh doing it and I'm, i know there are but like i don't want to take my brand new bike out there and and fuck it up like yeah of course like the thought is appealing but i know i would do some dumb shit and go off the side of the track like <laughs> yeah and i just i say yeah agreeing with you that yeah i think that's probably if what you i had do. a beater but like a second you know a beater yeah. bike then i would yeah. but yeah, no, I think it'd be fun just to do it on your bike just to see how fast it is and just do it yeah. safely and slowly. You don't have to fucking, you know, do a smoky burnout. And I already try need to, to adjust my clutch. Oh, like, yeah, forget it. Yeah. I'm going to pop it or yeah, some yeah, dumb yeah. bullshit. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, forget it. Yeah, but anyway, that's exciting. Hellcat yeah. uh, at SoCalBikeDrags.com. Promo yeah. code Hellcat for 20% off. That's awesome. What else is going on down yeah. there in September? 
September 9th, San Diego Harley is putting on or having an event down there that's called Ride with Heart. And that is a poker run for a $20 donation that includes lunch. And, um, you know, I should have looked up. It's for obviously going towards like people with heart issues and things. And mm. I had to look it up. But the, why I liked this event was because my son does have a congenital heart defect. And oh, no. so anything that's with like um, the American Heart Association or heart research or anything like that, um, I'm interested in to yeah. help support that kind of thing. So yeah, for sure. The organization started in 2020 and that was, that's the ride with org, where they have all the event information. And I think the first 100 people to register gets like a pin or something extra with, cool. with it. But, um, every year since 2020, they've kept, uh, getting more and more funds from this event. And last year they raised up to $7,000. So nice. that's at San Diego Harley on September 9th. And, um, hopefully you do that. Some events when you go, the yeah. longer they go on, the less you make, you know, it's time to pull the plug on that event. But I, yeah. I was going to make a joke about, you know, last time I was at an event there, it was a ride with a heart and you just literally like, <laughs> <laughs> like in an Indiana Jones movie, you just rip someone's heart out and ride down the street screeching. But then when you tell me about your son's congenital heart defect, I had a change of heart. Oh, look Aww, at that. Yeah. yeah. Go he's do it. healthy. It, like, Good. Um, it's, yeah, it'll be a lifelong thing, but he's healthy. Um, he has Tetralogy of Hello, which is um, Jimmy Kimmel's son was born with that. And the snowboarder, um, Sean White, also has it. Hmm. Uh, so your kid's destined to be famous is what you're saying. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully it's for good reasons, though, not some, like, <laughs> something bad. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> yeah, but that um, that event caught my eye. And then also... In- Drug lord and weapons dealer. Weapons, <laughs> what That's are those probably- guys? Yeah, international weapons dealer, uh, Mama Dawson's son. Uh, That's probably, yeah, let's hope not, but... <laughs> <laughs> in the hospital again for his <laughs> but he is famous we want to make sure that you know he is yeah. famous yeah. <laughs> what's happening um, I think there's it sounds like you, you you know the skinny on something else happened in September Remember. I want to say somewhere between like the 15th and the 17th somewhere around there yeah there's um, Bro Babes Ride Out Central Coast which is up in Santa Barbara at Live Oak Campground when, when is that happening on. September 15th through the 17th. Oh, wow. I was right. I was right on. Yeah. It's almost like I was looking at some notes. I know. Weird. Yeah. You're psychic. Um, That's $145 a ticket just for like general get camping admission, the stay, um, the all you can drink 805 beer, which they don't do with the Borrego one. I'm just going to say. They used to, right? Or did they yeah, quit? the Borrego, the new venue for the Borrego Babes Ride Out is um, the campground has its own bar. Oh, so they don't. So yeah, they're limited on how much like free beer gotcha. they can give you. But you, it's a campground and you can bring your own stuff. And I haven't been to the last one or two. So were they always that expensive to go? I feel like they were cheaper. You know, I hadn't gone to my first one until 
two or three years ago, and I'm sure they were cheaper. I did sound like they increased, um, which if you're if there's some of those perks like the all you can drink beer and things yeah. like that, then I think it's good. I would get but, my money's worth out of $145. Yeah, <laughs> free, free. yeah. I, I would wear a fucking disguise every time in case, just in case they were like, "Oh no, you don't." Yeah, I'm getting picky about paying for what events I want to p- go pay yeah. for. Yeah, you I'm have to. Just yeah. kind of over that. Like, if it's for a good cause or to help a business in particular or a fundraiser, like to me, that's worth it. But to go camp, I'll just, I'm just fine going out to the desert with a sleeping bag in the dirt. Hell like, yeah. I don't, I know you are. I don't care. <laughs> it's all about the, you know, it's the experience, I guess. Yeah. Hell yeah. For free. You know, the last time I went camping with Wiggins, we went yellow posting and that's free first come first serve, you know? So like, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, fuck that shit. I'm just kind of getting tired of. Yeah. For some Listen, of things. my wife's going to like some concerts that are like, you know, $900. Like luckily she didn't pay that much for the tickets, but that's how much they're turning, you know, like the tickets yeah. are getting. Rid of. It's like, holy shit, people. Like I've been on. eyeballing a concert. I haven't gone I've never paid a lot of money for a concert or anything, but I've been eyeing um, Depeche Mode's going to be in San Diego the end of the year. And that's, I think, the one splurge I would, yeah, the tickets were, I think, $500 or up. And that would just kill me, but that might just have to be a once in a lifetime. Right. I'm glad I like shitty bands like Rocket from the Crush and Bob Log and all that shit. Cause they're, you know, Bob Log, I saw him and it was like $15. Rocket from the Crypt, I think, was the Mm -hmm. most expensive at like $50. And it's like, holy shit. I should just wait till they're at one of the Indian casinos. There you go. Here in another. And it's like only $95. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sick. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. How about Um, your events? I see you have like a good. I have a couple here. Oh, yeah. So last weekend, and I'm sorry we didn't put out an episode last week. It's kind of t- the weird timing of it coming out on Monday. It was really, I think, or Sunday. It was weird to then release another one, you know, Friday. But if you were in uh, Cave Springs in Cave Spring, Georgia last week, you were at the Cave Spring Motorcycle Rally in Big Cedar Festival Grounds. And I heard that there was some caves and some springs uh, okay. on good authority. <laughs> And I believe it. Uh, also, the cake electric test ride happened in Marina del Rey, which is probably 25 degrees cooler than it is here because of the current climate and the atmospheric conditions. <laughs> um, <laughs> and also, the SoCal Cycle Swap Meet, it was the last one of July, which means we're halfway through the fucking year, people. We're already moving into August, which is... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is, this is and Halloween stuff is already out. Hell which is yeah. So Hell Yeah. Um, this weekend coming up on Sunday, there's going to be some, this is crazy. There's going to be something called the biker kids festival from 11 to five at the Derby room Pomona at the Fairplex out here, 2201 North white Avenue in Pomona, California. And it's at the, basically the, uh, Pomona County Fairplex where they do like the LA County Fair and all that stuff. It's a kids festival that includes a kids fashion show, a kids bike contest. And I think it's bicycle, um, skate parks, petting zoos, kid tattoos, face painting, and there's got a coloring area. Uh, this thing that said balloon clown, which I don't know if that means that there's going to be a 
clown that makes balloons or a balloon in the shape of a clown. Either one, clowns are fucking scary and disgusting. And I would stay away from both of them. And also a raffle. And all the proceeds are going uh, donated to the Kids of Fallen Riders. Um, I think that that's cool because, you know, there's yeah. nothing worse than losing a parent. It doesn't say that they're dead. It just says the writers have fallen. So it makes me wonder, like, like I've cried. All over. Dude, like, what I got I got hit when my daughter was one month old and I got fucking racked pretty hard. Do I, could I qualify for this? So I'm just wondering, just throwing that out there. Um, but if it is for kids who have lost parents, then that is really cool because we all know like the GoFundMes and all that shit get, you know, as healthcare costs go insane in this country, like more and more people are, just struggling to make it after like you know yeah. a severe crash. You have health insurance and it's still not enough, you know. So um so that sounds kind of cool. A biker kids festival. Normally it's like kids festival, kids this, because that this is a fucking biker kids festival. I couldn't believe it. it sounds pretty awesome. So um yeah I was just looking at the the flyer. That's why I got my my volume up. Um on the story. It's yeah adults are twenty dollars and kids are ten for the event there and it looks like Espinosa is one of the sponsors. Right. There's a bunch of sponsors on that and that's yeah. good on them. From nine yeah. to three. Nice. Yeah. Oh, nine to three. Oh, mine says my the when I looked at it, it said eleven to five. So maybe they changed the hours to uh, because oh. of the because of the heat, probably. Um yeah. yeah. Or just go from nine to five. Uh <laughs> make a full time day job out of it. Um August thirteenth. The Vintage Bike OC, which always takes place at Castaneda's Mexican restaurant down in Huntington Beach. That's happening from 2 to 4. It is very, uh, very short. It's only two hours, but that's how it is every month. And some of the best bikes in the OC show up down there. That might be something we want to check out. That's a monthly thing that only draws, you know, 40 or 50 bikes as well. And in the summertime, I bet you it draws less because it's so fucking hot. But um, but it is in Huntington Beach, so maybe it's pretty cool, uh, a little bit cooler than it is out where we are. Um, but yeah, that's a small gathering of some of the coolest bikes ever. Uh, and I met, I was lucky enough to meet um, Joe Kager, the organizer of it, back in like 2017 or 18, mm-hmm. and see some of the some of the bikes that come to this thing. Just meeting in the parking lot there at Castaneda's, and some of them are like some crazy museum piece. Like you wouldn't believe what's showing up there. You know what I'm saying? Just to that's cool. Me and and it's yeah, it's totally cool. Uh, August nineteenth, Iron Classics. <clears throat> that is a free uh, bike and car show, and it's happening. Eighteen eight five one Golden West. <clears throat> I have no idea. Iron Classic. It looked like it was lowrider shit, and when Iron is used in anything you you could guarantee that it's like super old cars. They haven't made cars out of iron. I think since the Greeks were chariots were probably made of iron cars were always made of steel. So I love when people put iron on shit, like maybe the, maybe the gears were made of iron, but I'm pretty sure the cars have always been made of steel. Um, (laughs) anyway, I, I digress. August 25th, Rottweiler performance, bring your own bike, uh, or bring your own build bike show. And this is happening down in Costa Mesa, which again is close to the coast. Um, and it, so it might be a little cooler down there. Um, it's from 5 to 9 p.m. Rottweiler performance is basically sort of like an off-road. Uh, I mean, all bikes are welcome, but this is the, one of the very first and only ADV slash dual sport slash off-road style builds or shows that I've seen. Most shows nowadays are chopper shows. All everybody talks about is chopper shows or custom bike shows like 
like the one show. Mama Tried, I feel like, is a custom bike show, but I still feel like it's pretty chopper oriented, especially these mm-hmm. last few years. So this one is cool because it's like kind of focused on ADV. And those guys, we make fun of them for going to Starbucks rather than the trailheads. And we really don't get into the like fact that some of them can be pretty cool customs, you know? So yeah, I think that's kind of, cool yeah, it might be awesome. Um, September 17th, the Venice Vintage Motorcycle Club is having their third Sunday ride from nine to noon. They're meeting up at the Stronghold. I believe that's on Abbott Kinney Boulevard. Um, and I just learned something really crazy about Abbott Kinney, like the actual Abbott uh, Kinney. So maybe maybe we'll do a history episode on uh, on LA, uh, Southern California. Um, you know, that's be kind of fun. Um, anyways, September 23rd, uh, the Super Motocross. So this is happening. Uh, it's the Super Motocross World Championship. I talked about it at the very beginning of the year because when this, when the motocross season started off in January, I think it was, or was wrapping up in January, uh-huh. um, they did this press conference. And I don't know if you know this, Kim, but in 1971 or 73, I forget exactly what year. I want I thought it was 71. Um, the very first slash like Supercross happened here in uh, the United States at the LA Coliseum. And basically it says this marks 50 years since motocross was brought to the U S. So I'm guessing they're commemorating 50 years. So I guess 73 was the official, um, start of motocross. But before that, everything we raced here in the States was called scrambles or hare and hound or hare scrambles. And it was like street bikes with knobby tires on them out there in the desert, you know, doing mm-hmm. all that shit. It was basically street bikes. And that's why there was a lot of triumphs and BSAs. And I, maybe even Harleys were raced um, back then off-road. You'd strip down strip down your Triumph, your BSA, your your Honda. your I mean, there, there was some crazy models that got ridden out there that I can't even think of. But um, Cushman's, like, like all these street bikes that you think of, right? And you're like, why all these street bikes? Well, because back then there wasn't a motocross bike. But um, in Europe there was. So when the Europeans started doing all these big jumps and like did what they called it motocross instead of scrambles is mm-hmm. they were like doing all these obstacles and like jumps where hair scrambles was basically just kind of like riding fire roads and shit out in the desert, you know? Yeah. Um, so they actually brought like manufactured jumps and they did it here in the Coliseum so that people could see it in an arena. And that's what started arena cross and supercross um, here so they're doing super motocross and what it is is they're taking the winners of the supercross and if you don't know what in the states supercross is basically a motocross track that's shrunk down and put inside an arena Mm -hmm. and motocross is still very much motocross where that's the outdoor more like natural terrain tracks like if you think of Glen helen that that track is there's there is some whoops and jumps and tabletops and berms but then you ride up the mountain and yeah. you go through that shit and then you come back down. So yeah, it's like motocross is like more natural terrain shit. And so what they're doing is they're making a mix. They're making supercross and motocross. It's going to use the Coliseum. They're going to go outside into the parking lot uh-huh. and have some motocross aspects, come back into the Coliseum. And it's going to be super, supercross style tracks where everything's kind of squished together and the jumps are real high, but they're not real big or far like motocross. So yeah, they're, they're doing this. That should be cool. Yes. Yes. And I, it's the 50 year, like this is the 50 years of motocross in America. Basically. Yeah. I saw, um, I, w- I remember going to a supercross there 
uh, I was probably in high school. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I went to a few supercrosses growing up, but I specifically remember like getting invited to go to one at the Coliseum. And I, that was the one and only time I've been there. And it was really cool. I remember them coming out like, like in the middle section, you know, like an opening in the seats. Yeah. Know, oh like yeah. 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 Coming up and down and one out in there. Yeah. I'm sure that was like 19, 19- 99 or something. Yeah. No, that and and shit like that when they would use the Colosseum specifically, yeah, they go out and then come back in and yeah, they're just disappearing into the yeah, structure, popping back really out. Cool. Yes. So, they're also getting the like top 3 um qualifiers for the Supercross season that already ended. I mean, Supercross ends in like I don't know, April or maybe even before that. Yeah. Um, but then motocross happens all year long. And they're wrapping it up. They're getting the 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 guys that won Supercross and like the last three triple crowns of motocross. And they're getting all the qualifiers together. They're, so they had some point system thing worked out so that all of the racers that won, like I guess it was the top three from Supercross, the top three from motocross, and then a whole bunch of qualifier spots in between get to that's how they're selecting the field for the super motocross uh, championship. And it's There's going to be like a million dollars per class or it's like a huge wow. purse. It's really, they're trying to make it like basically the super bowl of motorcycle racing because every sport has like the, you know, the NBA has like March madness and then the playoffs. Um, and then uh, football obviously has the Super Bowl. Baseball has the World Series. Motorcycling, each thing has its own deal, but nobody has like a full-on Super Bowl. And so that's what they're trying to do with this is like make it the 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 big Super Bowl of all the little off-road styles, yeah. you know. Um, so I'm excited. My, the guy, I the guy came. Well, this guy came to repair my dryer. I was like, you know, I probably could do it, but I don't want to dig into it. He yeah. got in. He got in. He's he came out, and of course, we start talking about motorcycles. I can't help it, and Shocker. it turns out, yeah, it turns out he was a crazy motocross fan, and he's going to it. And I was like, sick. I just mentioned it. He's like, we dude, I already go. got tickets. Totally, totally, we should go. Um, yeah. yeah, September 23rd. I have to mark that in the books, and then September 30th is uh, the El Camino Swap Meet from 8 to 2 at El Camino College in Torrance. And that thing's been going on. I want to say the El Camino Swap's been going on forever. So, yeah, there's some great things. It is heating up a little bit, um, but, you know, it's still worth still worth the trip, definitely worth the drive. And uh, you said you like to go out in the desert and just camp with a sleeping bag and babes mm-hmm. right out being where it normally is, like out in the desert. Did you see that, that fire that's like tearing up burning all the joshua trees right now they're like a they're like an endangered species they're all burning yeah Yeah. i did see a little clip on that and um yeah that sucks and out in anza there was one too yeah i just i don't know if babes right out is gonna be happening this year (laughs) or not i don't (laughs) not that they have it in the middle of the summer but we'll see how it looks like i think they have it like in february or march we'll see how they have like a babes in a babes in the dirt yeah, right. Also, right. and then, um, yeah, I think they changed some of the babes right out dates out here in California. I, I haven't kept track lately. Yeah. Well, we but, should do it. I'm definitely getting my my disguises ready. I'm going to get my wigs. I'm You're, pretty sure all you have to do is identify as a woman. So. There you go. I mean, I pretty much already do. I have 
two kids and no life, and I just loved riding motorcycles. I'm basically a moto babe. <laughs> so, <laughs> radical. Hey, well, we're going to take a, take a quick break, and we'll be back with some more creative writing right after this. What do you say? beasts and hoser daddies and mamas welcome back to creative writing i hope you had a good and very swift break just like me and co-host dawson here did uh in the studios you know what we deserve more of a break than we got <laughs> we, we barely had time to i know it take was a drink like, of water it was just a few seconds wipe the sweat from our faces are you are you having a drink did you god damn it you're fired my water from yesterday or from uh, just a minute ago is um, empty and I didn't go grab a, a beer. We didn't have enough time. Aww. I barely had enough time to stand up and crack my back and sit back down. Man. You, on the other hand, you work with the handsome gentleman. Well, you live with the handsome gentleman that works at Iron Fire or you work with the handsome gentleman that lives at Iron Fire. You tell me, which way do I have that sentence? Is it backwards? <laughs> I don't know. It changes every day. Got you. <laughs> So you get free beer though, and I. You know, I, I think it's um, IPA Day today, actually. International oh. IPA Day. I think it is. Every day for me is International IPA Day. All right, that's a terrible <laughs> dad joke. We'll we'll uh, undo that out, <laughs> or, or maybe not. Um, hey, do you want to hear some uh, five kind of unnewsworthy headlines right now? I do. I've been dying to hear I these. Know. Yeah. A minute ago, you looked like you were dying. I realized it's just because it was hot. Yeah. So it has been pretty hot. We'll talk about that. We probably already talked about that earlier, and it was so hot I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get into these crappy news stories. So uh, here's five headlines to make to be sure to bore you to death uh, or wow you at your next nerd party. Um, hey, did you know that you know who Alex Renz is? You watch MotoGP? I know you're I a huge. Don't. You're a huge GP fan. You just you're lying the show and i appreciate that she's she's all in on oh this yeah bit, guys. alex rins rines yeah yeah no she's she's a huge moto gp fan and when she said uh, i lost you no sound okay all right and and Last but not least, I went on so long about this fuel thing. Tobor shut shut me off, but um, I won't get too far into it. Just to let you know that, yeah, that that fuel, uh, yeah, they've, that they've been sending me so, huh? uh, yeah, exactly. They've been sending me so many um emails over the past like two years. Like I said, it's been a hot second since they're quote been out, and I've been getting as many emails from fuel as I have from Shutterfly about all the things <laughs> they're letting me know all the deals on all the things that I don't want. I do have to say though, at that price, um, it, it's actually the same price as like a really low capacity, like scooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you said 8,000 bucks or something like that. Um, it was third. It looked like it had started at 13,000 and then they dropped it by like 2,500. So yeah. 10 something. Yeah. And that ain't actually too bad for an electric bike of any, any size, really. That's kind of where bikes are 
electric bikes are starting. That's a pretty low level. So that's pretty nice, actually. Yeah. So, but who gives a shit? It's probably not. It's probably not going to be out for three more years. Um, do, you, do you know who Gogoro or Muji is? No. So Gogoro makes um, these scooters in Asia, in the Asian market, and uh, I, I don't. I can't remember if they're from Japan or not. Muji is a fashion company, I believe, from Japan, and they're getting together to make recycled scooters not recycled scooters but they're using recycled oh. plastics to make the body uh, work yeah and it's super interesting because i just looked at this today and put it in the notes today and i literally earlier in the day had looked up i have this thing i was uh getting wiggins mail or not getting his mail but water in his yard while he's out of out of town for a couple few few let's just call it a good three weeks right right um and he's like, oh, dude, I have a HelloFresh uh, rolling up at my house. And he's like, obviously, you can have it. It's just going to go rotten if you don't eat it. So I go over there and I pick it up. And it came in this weird, like, you know, freezer wrapping around it. So it didn't get hot while it's sitting out on your California um, porch step in the 110 degree <laughs> heat, right? Uh-huh. Wait, did the you just say the, did you just say, um, like, the word of the week? I said the heat. Oh, okay. I need the... I'll it's review it, and if I did, if I did say it, <laughs> then yeah, I will. I will eat shit. You and, probably uh, didn't. Gleefully, I, I don't think I did. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So this wrapping that it's got on it, these little ice bags come in these little special little pouches, and I guess they could be refreezable. But it says like to cut it open and go to this website to learn how to recycle it. And when I go to the website, they're like, "Hey, we recycle plastic bottles and plastic bags, like shopping, you know, like shopping bags and stuff." into cars like we 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 work with the automotive industry so i was like holy shit and then i read this article so that's why i stuck it on there so folks if you have a pp if you have a pp <laughs> that stands for poly probably polypropylene <laughs> by the way uh if you have a pp bag <laughs> take it to it your gets, um it's better and better this is, it is getting better take that bag to the uh uh, back to the grocery store and stuff it in that pee pee box. Uh, they usually have a box there that says like bags and they'll take back their recycled um, grocery bags. And I guess you can also stuff any anything that has PP on the little recycle um, in, inside the recycle symbol. Uh -huh. Since it's not a plastic, since it's not a hard plastic, there's not a number like one, two, three, four, five. It just says PP in it. So stick your PP bag in the uh, in the plastics box. <laughs> And hopefully it'll come out as an automobile or a scooter. So they're actually right? doing it. Yeah, they That's actually make cool. like a T-Rex, I believe it's called, or Trex, is also a type of um, like a decking wood. But it's not wood. It's made of recycled bottles. So who fucking knew? I just and got finally, these like yeah. watch bands like an Apple watch band and supposedly that's made out of like recycled bot yeah. bottles too. That's nice. It's about fucking time we do something with all this plastic shit that we're just one yeah. use and done. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm all about recycling shit. Um, in case you didn't know, in case I haven't said it 3047 times and last but not least, number one on our list here is hero corp hero motor corp. And I know you know about hero motor corp. This kind of ties in today's headlines all together because hero motor corp was used to be known as hero Honda. They were one of the, the biggest manufacturer in Asia. I believe they're in India, huge, huge company. Uh, and they make all sorts of, um, they partnered with Honda for several years. Mm -hmm. And that's why all the Indian bikes are basically ripoff of Hondas because they were a Honda partner. Um, they also partnered with Buell when Harley Davidson <laughs> cut him loose. And he was supposed to get uh, 
you know, he shared some of his secrets with them and then they took his money and dumped him uh, and he went into bankruptcy. And now they're working with Harley Davidson <laughs> to launch that Harley Davidson 440 in India. And wouldn't you know it, Hero Motor Corp has been raided for the second time uh, since 2022. And it's because this huge giant corporation is getting investigated for money laundering. And I guess they <sighs> ransacked a bunch of a bunch of uh, factory locations and the CEO's personal house, I think. Um, and in 2022, they got investigated for tax evasion. So it seems like whoever the fuck's running this company over there, this guy or gal, I, I'm 100%, it's India. I'm 100% sure it's a guy. Um, <laughs> he, is, he is using this gigantic fucking multi-million dollar uh, company that basically supplies motorcycles all over the globe. I mean, fuck, he's making Harley Davidsons. He's making, you know what I'm saying? They make mm -hmm. everything. Um, they, uh, he's using, he's using this company as his personal, uh, you know, piggy bank, laundering money, doing tax evasion. So that's pretty sick, dude. Who knew that the, uh, the Harley Davidson 440 that's only available in India has more drama behind it than uh, your Sons of Anarchy uh, Clubman-style Dinah <laughs> uh, <laughs> because it was in a fake biker show. So who knew? Um, That's some with pretty that, crazy news. I know, I know. Um, you got any crazy news where you're, from your part of town? I don't think so. Yeah. just I'm the, sure it'll come to me later. Just a scorching heat wave? Yeah. I probably yeah. did say the word of the week. What, what's, what's the punishment if I did? I don't know. We um, we didn't totally decide. I remember we talked about like perky perks or oh god, okay perks or I don't, don't remember. No further. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> I'll just have to do it. Hey, you know what you said about me flaking on the Josie's thing? Uh, yeah. How the fuck did you know? I don't know. I just got that vibe from you. I was I was putting it on my calendar. And I asked my wife, I'm like, hey, what is this, this fucking SSSD, some fucking letters on the calendar on this day. I'm like, what is this? Uh -huh. And she's like, oh, that's like our blah, 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 you know, like our longtime high school friend's secret birthday party. Don't you remember? And I was like, oh, no. yeah, yeah, I remember. You are actually going to flake. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember. Even I remember. Rob is flaking like part oh. of it, I think. He's only coming to, for the day. So I mean, if I could, if I can, I could I could do it. But dude, it's like a B day. It's like it's like a surprise B day party. So it's gonna be one of those things where it goes You're like fired. All day, probably, or half the day, and then into the night. And then what am I gonna do? Like, all right, guys, I'm gonna bounce. I'm gonna go set up I'm gonna drive drunk up to the hideout and then <laughs> set up camp drunk. Right on the back with Wiggins. Like <laughs> Wiggins ain't allowed to this birthday party. He's it's not his friend. No, I but, mean, uh, come up, like, have Wiggins right on the back with him up there later. Okay. Well, it's it's down in San Diego, so... Oh, you'll already tell, be in there. Just I know. up to hideout. I know. There you go. I'll say, hey, hey, babe, tell, tell my wife and kids <laughs> to drop me off up there. I am fine. Just drop me off. I know what I'm doing. How well, you we're already going to be feeling that way at some point because we're staying the night, so... Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Well, we'll see what happens. Man. Maybe I'll get Wiggins. I'm the only one that actually like goes to goes and does bike stuff. That's, sh that's you, fucking true. You read and you you um you're the good researcher and I'm the doer. That's right. That's absolutely right. So, there you go. <laughs> and uh and don't you forget it, folks. You heard it here on Creative Writing. Um 
Let's jump in. Let's put that behind us. And I probably said the word of the week seven times and I, I'm going to edit it out so you'll never know. But, <laughs> I won't um, remember. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't think you remember what the word of the week is. I'm surprised you brought I it do. up. Okay, good. You were really good the first week. So I imagine that you're you're like on point. Um, let's finish up these loose ends that we got into a couple weeks ago when we started talking shit about all these bikes that had to go. And then we yeah. started getting to the countries that are listening to us. Because if there's one thing I know that people really want to hear, it's about shit that we want to make fun of and places that we've never been. So let's, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> let's talk about it. Um, all right. I want to hear, I got, I rode a few bikes down here that really suck and I, but I want to hear I your see. bikes. I want you to give me your bike first oh. and then I want to give you my, you know, no, All I right. can't. Um, but like, I only had one, so we were moving on to like the electric bikes, I believe. Yeah, and that was yeah, we were like two episodes ago. Yeah, I mean, we basically powered through all the gas gas bikes that really need to go. The electric yeah. bikes that really need, there are some that need to go. Yeah, my gripe is mainly with the Stasic that um, my daughter had. The she had the E sixteen, and that was. I mean, it was a good bike for a while, but um, supposedly they blow fuses, which I had to replace. And it's then not the, the only thing they blow, from what I heard. Yeah, <laughs> they um, the motor. I think is it like the throttle stopped responding, and we I went to replace that, and um, that didn't work. So. <laughs> No, I think it's the motor. So yeah. I'm just going to, I mean, on the Facebook groups I'm on, that seems to be a pretty common thing that they just don't have a very good lifespan. Yeah, they, they just really suck. Yeah. Well, so. and I'm sorry about that because little kids, I think we mentioned it though. Little kids need to get acclimated to their Harley. Yeah. <laughs> the disappointment up. of it breaking. So down. that makes sense. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Harley. Fucking Harley. So the first the first bike on on my list comes from Zero. And I really like Zeros and I like that Zeros are made here in California. Like they are an they are an American company. Mm-hmm. Um and they're a Californian company. And like Tesla, they're a fucked up company when they decided to put the Cypher store in place. But that's neither here nor there. But the more and more and more I look at Zero motorcycles online, especially on the electric motorcycles Reddit, you know, subreddit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the zero motorcycle subreddit, the more and more I see the little problems that people have with them. Now, I don't know how many zeros are on the road. So it may be like, hey, I seen 20 bikes with problems on Reddit. And there may be 20,000 bikes. So let's just say, you know, one in every uh, thousand bikes has a has an issue, which that, that can go for any motorcycle company, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. So I, I just don't know how many they make. If they've only if they've only sold like ten or fifteen thousand motorcycles since two thousand seven when when I believe that's when they launched. Or yeah, that's what somewhere I see around, around two thousand six. Okay, so two thousand six or seven. I, yeah, so that makes sense. And then if they've only sold, you know, if they haven't sold that many motorcycles since then, um, then that's a problem because like that means like one in every five is having some sort of fucked up issue, you know. Mm-hmm. But all of that aside, the bike that has to go, the bike that still looks like it's okay. If you go back and look at a 2006 Zero, it basically looks like a mountain bike with like a weird squonky body uh, that was just all battery back then. 
Mm-hmm. The only bike that still looks like that a little bit to this day is the Zero FX. So the Zero FX has to go. And I, I saw that you put some notes way back down from three episodes ago, and we were covering this. So I'm not. I'm going to scroll back down there and see what you put. I didn't. Um, I didn't capture the, your note on the Zero. So gotcha. yeah, I'm, I am looking at it now, though. Okay. The okay. Here's here's why I don't like it. They just came out with the Zero FXE, which is not only a bigger, nicer bike, but it's got like way better bodywork. They just redesigned the whole bodywork on that thing, and they gave it like a really sexy kind of supermoto look, you know? Yeah, the the, rims look cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All rims look cool. Are you kidding me? (laughs) The uh, (laughs) the um, but the OG Zero FX. If you look at if scroll down past all that shit to the original Zero FX, it still looks like a very square body. Like everything's pretty square on it. The swing arm, if I remember correctly, looks square. It just looks like it's made out of like square stock tubing from like Handy Metal Mart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The battery looks like it's an old um, paper shredder just stuck in there. It doesn't have that sexy new like they're trying to make the new motorcycles look a little bit more like traditional motorcycles. And those old ones are like, hey, let's make them square because they're electric. And and that might have been cool in 2007, but it's not cool now, you know, for sure. So that the original FX has to go. And it's also, I mean, the specs aren't actually that bad on it, to be honest, but it just looks as outdated as it is. Um, the second one on the list is the cake. Yeah. Um, I wrote Buck, and I don't even know if it's Buck or Book, but I think it's yeah. like Bukaki. Exactly. This this bike should get <laughs> Bukaki'd on. It's th- um, three or four times over. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw. I think I mentioned this a while back too. Like those at the Biltwell One Hundred out at um, oh, by Ridgecrest. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah. They were, and that was honestly that was my first time seeing an electric like dirt bike and mm. I was kind of like what the f is this shit yeah cakes looks like shit cake bikes looks like shit period they even look like they're even worse squares than the zero fx <laughs> it's just so weird yeah and they're they just look skinny and they're they're just like pieces of like they're from uh Norway or Sweden or something and they just look like a piece of like Swedish uh kinetic art you know and they have the cock the book or buck and uh I know you like the names <laughs> however uh they, it, they they to me they suck and then I see here that you put like the website doesn't Oh even yeah work. I was trying to like do look a little more um earlier on these and the founder um, came from Ikea. That's what Is I, that, yeah, that's what I heard. Well, that makes sense when you look at the bikes. Right. <laughs> Their total function it's, over beauty and the, the, the beauty of them is that they look like weird shit, just like everything from Ikea. I wonder if they can like, they should just um, sell them on Ikea also. Uh, like, yeah, go in know, for the, some. Go in for <laughs> like a cabinet ho- and come out with a. Wait, cock. did you say cabinet? Don't you mean the Flagenburger? Right. And I was, come out I was with trying a, to think of some funky name. Yeah. Go in for a Hansel Spetzel <laughs> and come out with the cake cock because that's exactly, yeah. you know, that, that fits the They're bill. They're just so weird. And so, I feel like I'm trying to see. I would assume they have a kickstand, but I feel like they didn't because I. 
feel like I saw them just all laying on the ground. Oh, there's one. <laughs> that <Yeah>. could be. <laughs> um, well, maybe they just don't care about him enough. No, if he's, when you saw him out at the races, they probably were just laying on the ground partially because they, they, um, they're going to be racing them and they probably didn't give a shit, you know? That's true. That that could have been they're like fact. They're like, F this. This isn't even yeah. going to do anything. I'm not going to race. So the book has to go because there's so many cock submodels that they should just invest <laughs> in it or change change one of them to a fucking street bike. That's the other problem. Wiggins and I saw these at the Electric Expo together. Not Electric Expo. They had a uh, electric motorcycle like whole show at the Peterson. Mm-hmm. And I, I went down there to it and... Um, that's when Wiggs first joined the show and I, I got him in with me on a media pass and we're looking at the cake and the guy's like, yeah, I mean like technically it's not a bicycle, even though it looks like a bicycle. So you can't ride it on bike trails. You also can't take it on motorcycle trails because it's not, it doesn't have a VIN, so you can't register it and get a sticker for it. So it's like, well then where the fuck can you ride this genius? So I did see that cake does sell a bike here in the States that is street legal, mm-hmm. um, like a supermoto, but I don't think it was the book or buck or how, who, and, and, you know what, please, in sub in parentheses, whatever, I don't care the U.S. and America and all that shit, but in whatever country that you're going to be selling this bullshit, will you, in parentheses, please put how to fucking pronounce it so we so we know? <laughs> it says like, and it says delivery, let's see, so delivery starts this November. Because last November spawned book. a monster, right? Am I right? Oh, my God. Did I just make a Morrissey joke and it went over both of our it heads? It did. I like um, this. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm over cake, but the book or the buck, whatever it is, that one definitely has to go. Um, and I don't even remember what it looks like. These notes are so old. I'm I looking. forgot. It's, just, it's like, um, it looks like a toaster oven with some that's wheels. Right. That's, that's why I hated it. That's right. Like a toaster oven or a toaster with some knobbies and, I don't know, like a little yes. forty seat. Yeah. How how much are those things, by the way? Too the cakes are not fucking cheap. So the let's see. How the much is super the super light? How much? Book, no. How much is the one that needs to go? Yeah. Let's see. Well, I'm looking at the book, but it looks like there's a super light and then a power light. Let's do the power light. That sounds like all right. So the power light. (laughs) Yeah, it's well, they're only a few hundred dollar difference. It's like it says eleven thousand. Yes. So all right, already for that ugly piece of shit toaster oven on two wheels is too much, (laughs) right? Yeah. Can we agree? It's yeah. It can go. Thank you. You can buy a used Sportster, maybe two for that much. Definitely. Um, the next one that's on the list is the Sondor's Metacycle. And you said, I like these. The folding one looks interesting. And that really mm-hmm. piqued my interest because I didn't know they had a folding Metacycle. They just came out with the Metacycle. I think it was last yeah, the, year. The folding's not the Metacycle. But- yeah, because Sondor's is a bicycle company. I got to tell you that. They're an e-bike company. Yeah, I figured that one out. <laughs> yeah. So then they make this new motorcycle now called the Metacycle, which yeah. is... Uh, you, you do need a motorcycle license to ride it. Same with Super 73, uh, which we'll come to next. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it is interesting that Sondors makes a whole bunch of pedal assist and and throttle bikes. But then this Metacycle is a legit motorcycle. I watched him yeah. uh, test it on Daily Ride with uh, Zach Quartz from uh, Revzilla. Mm-hmm. And he liked it. 
uh, partially because it, it's just uh, it was interesting and fun, and he said it actually handled really well. But although being electric, you're gonna pay. You can go fast, but you can't go far, or you can go far, but you can't go fast. Yeah, I mean the same thing is true of a gas bike, but then you don't have to like find a supercharger and wait 15 minutes to pl- you know fill back up. You can just do it in a matter of. Um, a couple minutes. I saw so, that had like a phone charger too, which I don't know if that's common with electric bikes, but I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. That also sucks uh, from your battery too, though. Oh, that's Every little true. thing sucks from your battery. You're like, I'm just, I'm not going to ride this bike. I'm just going to charge my phone off of it. How come I didn't make it my, the 10 miles to work when I had the, my heated gear on, my phone plugged in, my, you know, all the shit. You know, I have LED lights. How come it didn't make it 10 miles to work? <laughs> Some well, little sir. In the neon light. Yeah, there you go. And, um, and your fucking Senna plugged in or whatever. Needed gloves. Your phone. It's because all that shit, you're drawing <laughs> massive amounts of amperage out of your battery, Good, my good friend. Yeah. So the Metacycle, what it really needs also is racks and city cargo. And it has this huge empty space where the I engine would that. be. And I think they're trying to play with the negative space and show off that it is... Uh, battery operated but how about this fucktards how about put a big ass battery right there huh like that might yeah that might be a good idea maybe maybe, it kind of looks like it would hold a six pack like a case of beer listen it is perfect (laughs) that if they make a rack that fits in there that holds beer and sleeping bags and shit this is we're we're, we can't go very far on it just reach down like for i always want like a burrito there was there was a bike company i don't or um business like cough cough and culture i think and i don't know if they're still around or not but they made a burrito quote unquote holder for your bike and i always wanted i never got one i should have so it also probably held a 40 who knows gotcha so but i wanted two i wanted one for a burrito and maybe one for a beverage mm-hmm. you know one on each handlebar but and a yeah very long wacky straw going down into that <laughs> beverage front you're riding on a hot day i got yeah. you sister i do see that free space in there though that could be used that could really be used for something else i mean cargo is also a good thing but i was thinking how about more more fucking battery like maybe you could Mm -hmm. go further or faster you stick that in there yeah so speaking of bicycle companies that are now making motorcycles super 73 Mm -hmm. they need to get the they have this thing called the cx1 which was announced i want to say in 2020 or 21 uh, I don't remember now, but now it's 23. I think it was a 21 because well, we'll call it post-pandemic. Yeah, I think that's when they made that like announcement. And now it's 2023. Um, so now I'm kind of interested in where the hell your motorcycle is. And also, what the fuck with the 15-inch wheels? This so your, your, so your, bicycles, your bicycles have 20-inch wheels. Most motorcycles have 17-inch wheels. There was this really weird phase in the early super moto, moto game where wheels were like 16 and three quarters or 16 and a half or some shit. But then you're rocking 15s. Who else <laughs> besides super 73 uh, or whoever their tire partner is, is going to make 15 inch wheels, dirt bikes and some smaller bikes like Harley's actually come, come with 16s. So there are some 16 inch wheels out there. Most sport and like road touring bikes have 17 inch wheels. ADV bikes have like a 21, uh, 17 or 21, 19, you know what I'm saying? Or a 19, 17. Nobody has fucking 15. <laughs> that's like, that's like right yeah. up from a scooter wheel. Like scooters come in eight, 10 and 12 
And like, this is right in the middle of motorcycle and scooter. So the only company you're going to be able to buy tires off of is going to be Super 73. I see what you did there, yeah, Apple. Stronger. I mean, Super 73. Yeah. <laughs> So this is we'll just see. so weird looking and all right. that. Pl- I'm not a fan of a bunch of plastic shit on anything. And it's the grama the e-bikes. That's is what that I your- said. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Well, and you have Super 73s. They're probably yeah, we pretty fun su- to pedal around, you know, yeah. the beach and all that shit. But- I forget we have them, actually. We have the um, the ZX and the R. And Damn. I, I literally, like I said, I forget we have them because they're just – they're put away in the shed. I wrote it down like to um, get the mail the other day, and that's been the first time in a while. But wow, dog! So you, so I'm the one that does all the the bicycle riding around here, and you're the one that rides to the mail. But we 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 swapped the two wheel. We uh, <laughs> <laughs> we swapped to the two wheel uh, get outs. Um, whatever a get out is. I just made that and said that and it sounded even stupider when it came out. Um, so listen, the next bike on the list, you want to, ha- you want to talk about this one? Have you seen these? I haven't. Mm. The Suron. Yeah. The light B X. Well, the, the light B Suron X. Okay. That's what it is called. And I'm if you looking. look up Surons or you look up light B or you look up, you know, it's all the same shit. You go to the Suron site and the light B is, like the Suron X. So it's like, oh, dude, yeah. look at the Suron X. Oh, wait, look at the Light B. Oh, look at the Suron X. So you're always wondering what the fuck. And when you go there to their website, you realize, this oh, they're looks all the same. Cheensy. Well, here's the deal they are crazy. And if you watch, um, there's this guy I watch on YouTube named Sir Ronster, and he loves these things. And he like jailbreaks them. He gets Suron to send him batteries. He's he's been making content so long now that people like Razor Scooter and like Electro and Co. and Suron they'll send him bikes to test. Like he, it's pretty cool because he gets these things. He he goes um he 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 took a fucking Razor like mini a uh, little mini like dirt bike that rate that they sell at Walmart like for you know five hundred six hundred bucks mm-hmm. and he turned it into a fucking sixty mile an hour. <laughs> fucking little street supermoto mini supermoto like the size of a grom basically a little maybe even smaller and then he went on this fucking ride down through downtown with a bunch of groms and r6s doing stunts and shit and uh-huh. he's just wheeling the shit out of this little thing and i'm not sure where he lives but i'm guessing that it's i i have an idea and i don't want to like dox him or anything <laughs> but i have an idea of where he lives and i think you and i should meet up for a show actually out there that'd be cool and um You'll see that it's not exactly right next to LA. So he must drive his truck down to LA, go on these rides, and has enough juice in this these little bikes to get back home. Cause he rides the shit out of these. His his videos are sometimes like half an hour, 45 minutes long, and he's he's recording it the whole time. A couple hours. Let's yeah. see. Yeah. And so, it looks really I mean, I can see that because it looks like there's not much to it. So I'm sure it's super light weight yeah. to be doing all of that stuff. They are probably the most, uh, most to me at least, the bike that I see the most riding around the parks, riding on the trails, riding down the street. It's probably, I mean, Super Seventy Threes and like juiced bikes, like all these, all these fat tire bikes. I see a lot of those. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about bikes that look like weird, like electric dirt bikes, the Suron is probably the one I've seen the most in person. I've never got to ride one yet, but I've. Uh, I was like too afraid to ask the dudes as they're wheeling them down the street. Can I jump on it and try it? Yeah. Cause you know, they're like, what are you going to do right away on my bike now? But <laughs> dude, kids, 
all over love to get these things and and he's got some new crazy shit like he you know he got some weird boosted uh suron with like a 72 volt battery which is crazy because that's what like um i want to say that's what fucking zero motorcycles come with them you know like they i i don't i think there's maybe there's this kilowatts actually and his yeah that's that must be what it is kilowatts versus volts so um it has as much as a small scooter does and and, and as you can see it's a pretty small bike so yeah long story short it's not that I want the Suron to go on this list of bikes that has to go. I just want them to get an upgrade and not have the same fucking bike on their website now for like the last like three or four <laughs> years. Like they need at least another model. Like, come on. So, and since I wrote these notes, maybe they do have a new model out because he's been showing one on his channel. So, um, Segway, we all, yeah. we all love Segways. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know that they had bikes. Like, I'm still stuck in the whole, like, actual Segway thing. Like, I'm like, oh, these are on here on our list. You Um, you wanted to see the the cop riding around the mall on the old Segway. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, mall cop Segway. I didn't even know... I'm looking. I'm looking at that the e the e bike the X260 that you have down here. Yeah, yeah. So the the uh, I think Segway yeah has a. X260, and I think it kind of looks a lot like a Suron. <laughs> it kind of does, but it's col- it looks like they're f- like a little color to it right? on the right. frame. And so what I liked is that the Segway has this moped called the, well, they have one called the E110, which probably has a bigger motor than the one that I like. Uh, and it probably has more storage, so it's probably a much better... Um, Motor, motor scooter and they're like they're they're around three grand at least from what I've seen online mm-hmm. but the C80 looks a little bit like an Italjet dragster and I do realize that it's a little compact in the C area where this E10 looks more like a Vespa or something and where you'd have this big ass Vespa motor and storage under the seat is probably all battery and storage where the C80 oh, is I just see. all motor <laughs> and little you know what I'm saying it looks like a little race bike to me I'm surprised you don't like that. No, this. Oh, I'm well. I'm looking at the e moped C80. Is that what you're? Yeah, I love that thing. I was gonna say I'm. I can picture you on this. Hell yeah, it's a little tall for me, but you know I, I wear my high heels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those That's things are cute. like twenty two hundred bucks, and yeah. they look like they remind me of the Italjet Dragster, which is like a fucking four hundred cc race scooter, you know. But but yeah, why not? Why not? Ditch the X260, which looks like the Suron ripoff or Telaria yeah. ripoff. There's, there's a lot of e-bikes that look like those. And they actually, since they don't have pedals, they do actually qualify as e-motorcycles, like e-dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. So watch out if people are busting you for riding them because a lot of times people won't care as long as you're not like doing a wheelie and blocking traffic on it. But once you start doing shitty shit or if you live in a really small town, they'll bust you on a Suron because... It doesn't have pedals and you're riding around basically an electric motorcycle, right? Yeah. So that's another thing with the E, uh, the C, C80 scooter. A lot of times on those scooters that are sub 50 cc's or an e-scooter, you don't have to have a license. So, I mean, you just have to be like 16 or something. So that's my other, that's my other thing with that. Get rid of this fucking Suron ripoff and start putting bigger motors in those C80s. Kim can already picture me on one. So I'm, <laughs> I'm watching. All- I like there's this little video and it looks like you just kind of start it with this card. You hold over the like a screen to like get it started. That's kind of what it looked like. And the yeah. lights look pretty interesting. Hell yeah. A little bit of throw a little bit of a uh, take. Here, here's the here's the ticket. 
that C80, the, the one I like, the, I mean, they come in all sorts of colors, right? I love the color schemes on these things too. Yeah. That's, that's one of the best parts. I, I forget exactly. There might be three colors, but I like the like crazy green, um, green and gray one, right? Yeah. Um, they remind then, me of also those like igloo weird... box, the, ig- oh, the, oh, the okay. retro igloo coolers. Yeah, there you go. So I like the green and yellow one. And here's what you do. Because the other ones are just kind of gross color matchings. Mm-hmm. You pull up to some event. Let's say I, let's say I do show up to Josie's <laughs> on this thing. <laughs> you got your you got your uh, little mobile speaker with you. Because everybody's got to have those annoying everyone else around that's just trying to have a good time. But you got it set to something like Nikki by Prince, right? <laughs> and you're blasting it. You kick up a little sand up in front of that headlight, and it's totally dark. And just the light shining, you kick up a little dust in front of that thing, so you get like a little <laughs> fog effect. And then Junkie lands right in front of that headlight, straddling the fender, slowly take off my shirt while Nikki's playing, and pour a beer over my head. Like that is the type of thing. This e, this e eighty. Their little cells video, it's like they have this good-looking guy on this thing, like, posing. But, like, and you know Well, no, you know in (laughs) real life. Right. (laughs) If any girl, like, I mean, he might be able to pull it off because it's, like, a different, interesting kind of bike. So you might. Listen, Kim, you tell me, if you saw some Italian dude, some hot Italian dude pull up on a Vespa, you, would you and he starts speaking Italian? Would you be like, "Damn, I'll overlook the fact that he's on a, you know, <laughs> on a 110 cc scooter because he's fucking hot and he's Italian. He probably he probably brought it from Italy, right? I mean, is there <laughs> is there that possibility? I'll be like, we can strap that thing to the back of my bike, and you can just come on with me. Hell yeah, there you go. You no, you just hold it, sir, under your arm like a like a <laughs> loaf of bread, like, like a, a baguette, puppy. <laughs> and like a puppy, and we'll drive off. Yeah, I mean, there you go. So win-win. And then when you're done with them, you can just leave them wherever and he can still has transportation right. away, right? Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. These things are pretty sick. This is I'm just, I'm just not no Segway had all this all these other um, yeah. areas. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of areas, the areolas, when I jump in front of that dust <laughs> little dust cloud and I'm doing my little dance to Nikki in front. I'm just saying, I'm just saying dance to Nikki in front of I feel of like we should system. invest. Like let's go have seas on one of these. <laughs> yeah. You just want to see the dance, just admit it. I wanna yeah, this is awesome. All right. So uh, cool. Well then yeah, I have you saying it's awesome. So l- segue, listen to us. Ditch the X two sixty Suron ripoff, Talaria ripoff. They all look the fucking same. Double down on these C x80s and make a purple one so that we can play some prints on it we won't look out of place you know like come on yeah so the talaria are you familiar with talarias did you have to look these up i got kind of lazy at the end of art no it's cool these are and when you're not into it you're not into it and it's fine because these these electric bikes are just like you know they're the thing is is that they're taking over motorcycle dealerships now that's the whole reason i I know there's so many like yeah I felt compelled to bring them up because at the last IMS, I would say there was just as many electric bicycle brands. Not that the electric bicycle area is larger because you can fit more bicycles in a more compact space, but I'm guessing that there was just as many brands as there was motorcycle brands there. Mm -hmm. There was like Harley, Triumph, Livewire, Honda, Suzuki, um, Zero, and Kawasaki, because I remember seeing the that they had the uh, an Indian. So there was like nine 
I'm guessing there was less than 10. I might be forgetting, but I'm pretty sure that's it. There was, there's, I'm going to guess that there was eight or nine motorcycle manufacturers there. And maybe Royal Enfield was there. So let's just call it 10, right? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think there was more than 10 motorcycle manufacturers there. And I'm not actually can't even, I don't, don't even think I can name unless we start going like Ducati and Arch and Norton that I could really name more than 10 motorcycle manufacturers that make a substantial amount of motorcycles to begin with. Mm -hmm. So I bet you there was more motorcycle uh, or more bicycle brands there at that show than there were motorcycle brands, you know, even, even though the area was smaller, it's just, they're infiltrating, uh, dealerships, they're infiltrating and, and they're actually growing. It's kind of like side-by-sides. People never used to pay attention to those, but yeah. now side-by-sides outsell fucking motorcycles. So since they're two wheels, we might as well talk about them and we might as well finish it out with the Talaria, the sting. So the sting needs to get buried. We're going to bury the sting right on top of that fucking, uh, Moto Guzzi Turismo Veloce or whatever it was. No, what was that? That was the the was that an MV? That bike with the huge fucking windshield. <laughs> We're gonna bury the Talaria Sting right on top of that. It was the Turismo Veloce, and I just can't remember who fucking makes it. It's a uh, MV Agusta, I believe. Um, so the Sting needs to get buried, and why? Because the Talaria Sting R or the Triple X, those should be the baseline bikes. Period. Um, and I have in my notes here that Talaria X needs a battery redesign and should have a gearbox like the R. So that's that's another thing. I forgot that. There's crazy um, gearing on these things mm-hmm. um, that actually allows it to, to drive a lot harder than a regular e-bike where you have like one gear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like at least they, they have gearing on those. Um, but yeah, Talaria is one of those ones that's not as popular as Suron's, I don't think, right now. But um, they are uh, getting there, and they have they do have gears. And if you look at the motors, they're pretty sick. They're low slung, like a dirt bike motor, like yeah. all the weight down at the bottom. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, uh, basically, a lot of electric motors um, to avoid to to have that chain drive. A lot of electric motorcycles too nowadays or bicycles have a rear hub motor. The problem with that is those hub motors are heavy. And when you go over bumps, that weight is outside of the spring. Like if you were to take the wheels off of a bike, you want all the weight that's supported by the spring, like the the forks and the swing arm to be within that. Uh-huh. So the problem with those other hub motors is the motor is at the end of the swing arm or at the end of the forks. So basically when you put the wheels on the bike, you're adding all that weight right where you don't traditionally want it on a motorcycle. And it makes going over bumps hard on the shock because you have all that weight coming up and it has to push it back down where normally your motorcycle is pushing down on the shock from above and nothing, you know, so it's, it's hard to explain if you're not getting it, but it's just a terrible design. So these Talarias like the R, uh, MX4 and the triple X and all that stuff, they have like a cool motor mid mount with a gear drive or, you know, that, that ha- makes the bikes chain drive. So you don't have to worry about a hub motor in the back. And so, but, but the thing is now that they got all these cool models, just get rid of the fucking base model sting. Like, you know, it's worthless when the R and the triple X, those, those are, you know, the, should be the baseline and they and they go up from there. So I don't know, bury the sting. Um, any other electric bikes we're forgetting about or any other that you got on your list? Not that I can think of, but I think you know way more on the electric bikes 
bikes than I do. Who knew I was turning into a fucking electric dirt bag? I know. And uh, yeah, I hope I have. You know what, Kim? If you would have talked to me about four years ago, actually on the show about four years ago, we used to always rag on everybody else for not embracing electric. And I think there's actually going to be a synthetic fuel. Uh, I think electric is kind of like the VHS beta stage and uh-huh. everybody's jumping on it right now. But I really think what we're going to see is that electric actually costs more of a carbon footprint to make mm. than we're going to get out of the shit. And I think that actually synthetic fuels and bio engineered biodegradable fuels are actually going to be the future. And guess what? We already have fucking fuel tanks or fuel pumps set up all over the country since the, you know, 1930s, 1940s. So guess what? You just got to refill that with a different type of gas is all. So I kind of feel like we've got to this point where we've been trying to like get better about how we treat the environment that we're in so that we have it around for a little bit longer. On the flip side of that, I think we are, slowly realizing that the shit we've been investing in for like the last 20 years is probably not the uh, the end goal. So I think there's going to be a hard flip. And all these bikes that we're talking about are going to be in landfills or recycled into robots. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, hey, let's get into... Uh, do you have a beer there? Will you, I'm do you having wine beer? tonight. Will you take a sip so I can hear it? Oh, you want to hear me like I just want to hear it? That's kind of yeah. one of my pet peeves is hearing people like sip. I'm so thirsty. I just want to hear you. I want to hear you <laughs> Here, enjoying talking, yourself. I'm talking into the glass. Does that help? Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. I could almost taste it. <laughs> I'm a red type of person, but I have this gross feeling that you're a white type of person. <laughs> it's the trashiest wine you could probably have. It's like the sprouts like two buck chuck kind of <laughs> it's like, called two dollar um, waller <laughs> I, I think oak leaf is the walmart brand so i don't know if it's like crane lake or some dumb right four dollar like, think of something god guys think of something <laughs> that sounds okay welcome to prolapsed and no no we won't go there but what is, is it white are you a white wine girl or uh yeah I, yeah i knew it i fucking knew it <laughs> but oh. i want to learn more about reds it's just i need someone to like i mean of course i live in like wine yeah, country no, you, you fucking probably can't throw a softball without hitting three wineries <laughs> from where you live like i do want to learn more about reds like i don't like sweet but hey listen just stick with what you know you don't have to. You don't have to impress me, Kim. I'm just glad that you're you're drinking. It pe- it pairs well with Teleria bikes. <laughs> That's actually Teleria. Sounds like a winery in the yeah, Teleria. Right. I'm having the Teleria Chardonnay. This is the new Teleria Chardonnay Vintners Blend. Yeah. Mm. Talaria X pairs well with the <laughs> Talaria X with notes of honey and uh, a bouquet rich in a woody aged barrel. <laughs> yeah. Well, then what would the Talaria Triple X be? It's like vodka that would be the mixed dark. with wine. That would be the red. Yeah, there, there you go. Yeah. Um, let's quit talking about all this bullshit. And I'm I. You made me crave wine now. Uh, let's get into the. Let's get into wrapping up the loose ends on all these countries. It's been so. It's been three weeks since this shit went down. Maybe even four if you think about the last time we recorded the show. Um, 
And these countries probably aren't even the the cities that we're going to cover aren't probably yeah, even they in the probably order anymore. Yeah, they've changed already. I'm sure. I think we Canada lost. doesn't. Yeah, Canada doesn't even like us anymore. Yeah, there's been wars I, and. Yeah, fucking France isn't even a country anymore. I don't think. Yeah, it seems I like a lot that. of people are. Um, I feel like a lot of people I'm I see are going to Canada right now on like moto trips and stuff. Yeah. From what I heard, Canadians are total fucking douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> but they have like they're too cool they're accents. too nice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Holy shit, Dublin is uh, in the last seven days. Dublin, Ireland is uh, one of our top seven oh, locations. Really? Probably because we mentioned Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Anarchy. <laughs> Say that yeah, again. Sons of Arkley. <laughs> uh, yeah, they uh, they did a. Um, Wow. episode or a whole season over there. So we'll talk about that at some point. I feel like but we yeah. need to go like uh, go once we get um, consistent listener location numbers. Yeah. Uh, we should target, go visit. target these areas and go visit. Let's do it. Let's talk about Canada. They, they, they love us there, but apparently not this week. Ireland loves us. I know. <laughs> so, you know what I think so. it is, is cause I like, I kept, uh, teasing our one Canada, Canada. <laughs> yeah, that's listener. Uh, you know, I was like, we're going to talk about Canada. We're going to talk about Canada. And now we haven't. So they're like, pro- he's probably like, screw you now. I'm not listening. Wait, are one Canada listener? I don't know. Do we have, we more? have like multiple Canada. We're hot in Canada, man. I know. Shania Twain, Mike Myers, Celine Dion, they all love us. <laughs> Why'd you laugh like that? I don't know. It's my safe. It's my safe <laughs> response, junkie. Okay. I know All your right. trick is now, so I'm not commenting. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're taking the <laughs> taking the piss out of my, my piss. So you got a little note here on Canada recently yeah. that uh, the the Hellcats had a uh, escapade up there. Yeah, two la- of last our week. girls went up. Yeah, last week. It's been a couple weeks now, but they yeah have been planning a trip for a while to go up to Canada. Um, almost two weeks um, and just took their time. My friend uh, Jojo and Jenny, they rode up and they just went across the border into Langley and um, hung out. And I need, I haven't, I'll be seeing her this weekend to get some more things, but their the pictures looked awesome. And even on the way up, like they went to that Avenue of Giants, which we talked mm. about. And I saw more pictures of that so, um, so Langley's over here on the West coast, like BC or whatever. Yeah. Like the border town basically, I guess. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then you got another note, but damn, you got, you know, you apparently know a lot of people from Canada. You got somebody know, else like from Winnipeg one. that came to the Harley Davidson 120th. Yeah. One of our followers, um, JC, he's, he went road down um, it's a long ride, I got to say, from through Canada all the way through most of Wisconsin and to the other part of Wisconsin. <laughs> I think Wisconsin touches Canada. I don't think it's that far. I don't know. God, you know. <laughs> it's not like he's riding to the south of now Texas. Now I'm going to Google it, like where Winnipeg is. Right. Yeah. We're Winnipeg. We should call it Winnipeg. That's uh, I wonder if I you wonder if they peg. get that joke you all the time. Peg. They're like, we're fucking over it, dude. Don't call <laughs> us Winnipeg anymore. That's sick though. That's nice. Yeah. Um 
I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people that we know that went back there. I think Wiggins actually was actually back there for the 120th. Uh, he's his travels took him through that area, to Indiana and shit. And I think he, I think he stopped in Wisconsin at least during that weekend. I think he was he passed through there and maybe he even stopped by. Uh, a lot of guys from SoCal, of course, the Harley scene's big here. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the guys that I used to follow and well, I mean, I still follow him, but I used to go see him racing all the time and shit. When uh, you used to ride. Yeah, back when I used to ride. Yeah. Um, I did go on a ride, by the way, this weekend. Did you? Oh, was that yeah, the 20-mile yeah. ride? I did a 20-mile ride over to Sidden's house, and he didn't want to go out, so we just looked at all of his motorcycles. Yeah. So there you go. I And I did actually ride around town to pick up uh, dinners and stuff, too, so there you go. Hey. I bet you didn't do that. I bet your I bet your bike doesn't even carry nothing. Oh wait, I've seen it. Yeah, I know it does. <laughs> I need to put a milk rack on the back of both of my <laughs> my bikes. Um, but yeah, no, that's sick. That one twentieth. How far is Winnipeg from? You know, I did Wisconsin? look it up. I looked it up. It's like about eight hundred miles. Holy shit! So I mean, it's like a good. Um, wait, wait, he's riding in Canada mile, though. He's hours. riding in Canada. It could be kilometers, which would be Oh, about that's true. 500 miles, I think. But I'm which, like which I mapped it on Google's and so yeah. Ask Google miles. to do the ask Google to do the um conversion. <laughs> convert. <laughs> it's stop it. Please convert junkies. these Canadian miles into US miles. <laughs> stop it. And then give me some frequent flyer miles. <laughs> um so yeah, I looked up another another city that popped up, which was Oshawa. Yeah. And did you know that Oshawa has the Canadian Automotive Museum? It's actually like on the bay of, uh, I think Oshawa popped up in, oh God, what did it say? It's on the, it's like, it was on this river and it looks like the buildings are like all different colors around there. It kind of looked like where Twin Peaks was filmed actually, which is, uh, I missed that movie, but so it it could be kind of creepy or kind of beautiful just on the Bay or something. Um, And, uh, just like a sick little town, but yeah, the Canadian automotive museums there, I think, uh, the Royal Canadian armed Canadians, the RCAC, it has to be the Royal Canadian armed Canadians. Um, if it's Army Corps, I'm going to eat my hat. But I think it's the Royal Canadian <laughs> Army Canadians. They uh, have their like little, I think it's a museum or something there. Also, dig this. These these restaurants popped up and they looked absolutely fucking delicious. Oh. It was Teddy's Restaurant and the White Apron. <laughs> I'm down. Sounds like they, lingerie stores. It does. Teddy's re, Teddy's Restaurant, like, especially that does sound like a lingerie store. And white, white Apron's right next door to it, yeah. <laughs> White Apron, ironically, is a, a BDSM uh, <laughs> <laughs> like dungeon shop. Yeah, it sounds very sophisticated. Eddie's is for her and the White Apron's for Apron him. Apron's for him, yeah. Um, Saskatoon, I've heard this name 100,000 times. However, um, I'm not 100% sure where that is. But Saskatoon, uh, I found some recent two-wheel, two-wheel hooliganism happening up there. When I first looked up the news, it just came from yesterday. Uh, a 25-year-old woman attacked a 71-year-old man with an electric scooter. What? Uh, and police, uh, police, she was arrested and detained. Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming it was like one, like a bird-type scooter. But still, that's if that's not every two-wheeler is a hooligan in Saskatoon. I don't know what isn't. You know, that's crazy. That's Usually, like, yeah, dude, goals. pick it up and beat, give him the beat down. However, I was thinking about it. And maybe, maybe we're not, that sounds terrible. So it almost sounds like an elderly abuse or hate crime, right? Like a, a woman picks up a 25 year old woman 
beats up a 70 year old man with a scooter and those things are pretty heavy you know but then i was thinking about it usually it's like the 71 year old man who assaults the 25 year old woman yeah with cat calls whistles inappropriate <laughs> comments maybe even a cheek squeak you know grabbing the butt a little bit so who knows maybe he did that shit and she gave him a piece of her mind uh if she just ran over if maybe he was just on his walker <laughs> and she didn't like the way he looked and she she beat him up that's not cool but if she was getting revenge for every other 25 maybe year old maybe he wanted a ride on maybe he mm, was girl come on <laughs> really maybe he did that's maybe why she hit him that's what i'm saying <laughs> so um i want you to go first on england cuz i feel like i've been talking this whole time and um, i want i want to hear you especially since you got that wine lubricating your pipes yeah. just- <laughs> well um yeah, for England, I guess we have some listeners out in like London area. And when I was Is that a is that a city in England? Why I don't junkie. <laughs> Just let me enjoy what? my wine. Here, wait, I gotta take a sip now. Yeah, I wanna hear. <laughs> <laughs> I like how I, I put I actually put my head down close like I can actually <laughs> Did you hear like me heavy breathing into the glass? Yeah, yeah. It sounded like you like did a cough burp into the glass. That was I'm going to talk crazy. about London. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I like it. All right. Um, stop quizzing me on geography, okay? Like, All right. I know nothing about rocks and minerals. Why would I quiz you on geography? <laughs> stop it. Okay. All right. So um, when I was kind of looking up some stuff on London, I'm sure there's tons of bike stuff in London that I don't even know about, but... Um, the one thing that came up that I saw that looked really interesting. And when I'm doing this research, I like, I just keep adding to my list like, Oh, I want to go there. I want to go there. Yeah. I don't know when, but, uh, uh, so I, the kids are grown up. When is that going to be? When are kids ever going to leave the house nowadays? They're going to live with us till they're like 42. My son's already once says he wants to live with me. Like, Oh boy. I know. I know. Well, we can still go on vacation once he's old enough to watch himself. <laughs> right, right. So, there is still hope. I um. So there's a place out in London called the, the Ace Cafe, and that was established in 1938. And um, I thought your notes literally said London established 1938, and I was just going <laughs> to clap my hands and tell you I think you're right. <laughs> but now I see that it's the Ace Cafe. I think yeah, I think my that notes. Funny. You know, you should be impressed by how long this note is. I'm just no shit. I'm just this is saying. Amazing. I started doing voice to text on my note because I was oh like, oh my god, that's that's a huge, that's a huge uh, turn on in a weird way. <laughs> this note was impressive. All right, so. Anyway. So Ace Cafe was established in 1938, not London. Yeah, I don't know about London. Uh, okay, that makes a lot. That makes more sense. But um, in 1940, though, like during World War II, this the Ace Cafe it was damaged by an air raid with the Germans, who I guess were like aiming for some bridges that were like nearby, and they missed it. Mm-hmm. And so it was re- so much for German precision. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I watched, I, I like was researching this and then I even watched, like, I was so interested. I started going down a, a rabbit hole about this Isn't it place. fun? I thought, yeah, no shit. This <laughs> and, is awesome. Um, I watched a YouTube video on, that's not how I got my notes, but I was, I watched a YouTube video um, and it was all in Greek in subtitle. I read the subtitles mm. for this because um, I was like 
It was interesting. Yeah. It was that interesting. I wish I could read. That would have been cool to see. <laughs> Maybe like a Braille apple. <laughs> there you go. But um, they rebuilt this cafe um, in 1949. And I guess back then there were, I'm sure maybe you even talked about this, but this was new to me that um, guys that raced like cafe racers were called the tone up boys. A ton up. Ton up. Oh, see, 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 ton up. But uh, that was interesting. So they were, it was, um, if you weren't English and you weren't a ton up boy, Back then, they would go push if you parked out in front of this <laughs> cafe. They want they would want to go push it out in the river nearby. Oh shit! Like you, you're not parking here. And as a matter of fact, your bike is now at the bottom of the Thames or whatever mm-hmm. nearby. That's funny. Yeah. So if you weren't a ton up boy, and then like, and that's like your bikes would have to go over 100 miles an hour. I guess that's the thing too. That's that's the ton. Yeah. That's, it's called the ton. Yeah. Yeah. So you're schooling me. See, I'm like all. I'm like, oh yes, yes. No, and I like then- that. No, this is. I'm not schooling you. You're schooling me. I, I just because I know the 100 miles an hour is a ton. I don't know jack shit. About <laughs> this is great. Keep going. You're, you're schooling me. So, um, but anyway, since the cafe had like, they had the jukebox with the rock and roll and all that. So that was like a local hangout back then. And um, they just get their drinks and work on their bikes. And then um, it closed again in 1969, but then it reopened in 1994. And the annual cafe uh, reunion became an idea in 1993 by a guy named Mark Wilsmore, um, who wanted to mark the closure of the original Ace Cafe mm. location. And so I guess there's there's like books and documentaries on all that that they look like they had for sale to like on their website or um, even there at the locations um, on all that and. So he formed and organized a team for the reunion and arranged for like the motorcycle runs to converge at the former Ace Cafe site back in like in September 1994. And then um, in 1997, London brought in the original Ace Cafe site and it was reopened on the weekends. And now they have, now they have like multiple locations across like the globe, really in Finland and Beijing, right. Barcelona and Orlando and a couple other countries. But, um, it's crazy. It looked cool. They have like all these events, like all the vintage bikes, the cafe racers, of course. Um, it looked really cool. I wanted, like I was, wanted to just keep kind of looking at it all and yeah yeah when i first first this is crazy because when i first got into motorcycle riding as a as a little kid my neighbors all had dirt bikes and just like every other kid i could say like i started on dirt bikes mm-hmm. but i really didn't ride back then my neighbor had the bikes you know mm-hmm. and i would uh, we'd play together once in a while we'd get on a qua- uh, atc you know the little yeah. three-wheeler and <laughs> the, shit <laughs> the death traps the death trap yeah i don't know how many times we like we would have wheelie competitions (laughs) on those things but i really don't remember we didn't really ride bikes like that we rode bicycles a lot and played you know gi joes and shit but Mm -hmm. we really didn't we weren't into motorcycles like obviously when you're older you know it it was a little thing that we had so i didn't really start riding until 
uh, I think, I guess I was in my twenties and, um, or no, maybe I was like, yeah, late twenties, I guess. And, um, maybe even, maybe even 30, I don't know where the fuck, when, when, how old I was. But when I got into writing, my friends were all writing cafe racers. And that's mm-hmm. when I started, um, yeah, it had to be in my twenties cause I've been writing for over, <laughs> I've been writing for over 20 years and that would, that would make me, <laughs> that would make me older than I am. So, um, yeah, so basically, uh, that's how I. That's the whole reason I don't like a lot of the way some bikes look is just because I guess the first bikes I got into were old vintage yeah. race bikes, like cafe racers, right? Yeah. And so I don't like, uh, unfortunately, a lot of things, and I didn't like sport bikes either. Really, you know, I was like, Ugh. you know, I'd rather have an old vintage bike. I really got into the vintage bike scene. That's what got me into motorcycles. So when I see an old uh, Perea or like an old Bull, Bull Taco 250 like uh, street bike, you know, there's there's plenty of Bull Taco flat trackers and um, dirt bikes out there. But when I see an old Bull Taco like street race bike, yeah, or like an old Ducati mechan- like Deanna Mark Mark three or Mark two, whatever it was, maybe it's Mark four. They look nothing like the Ducati sport bikes of today. They look like old little tiny. Hondas from the 50s, uh-huh. right? Because they're basically Ducatis from like the 50s and 60s. And that's what I got into. So the Ace Cafe, it's so rad that you brought this up because this is one of the main places that I heard about that was always like, oh man, it'd be so fun to like go take a cafe racer down to the Ace, you know? Yeah. Did it say if it was called the Ace because of like the pilots? Like, or is it you just know, the Ace? I didn't catch any of that part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was just kind of like the first thing I had saw when I was kind of looking up and honed in on it. And um, my first bike when I started looking was a CB450, a 1973 yeah. like CB450. And yes. um, it was stock. Like I'm, I remember looking and looking and everything was like cafe race out and they yep. were like chopped up, which I like that look too. But I was like, um, I liked the look, but I was, I thought it kind of looked uncomfortable as far as learning how to, like, a new writer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. um, I got a stock one, like, from a guy in Fallbrook down here. And um, I wish I would have kept it. I, but. Yeah. No, they're they're really cool, and you're right. Like, racing is a young man's game, and cruising is definitely as you get older more comfy, and you can go long distances, and you don't have to be fixing your bike all the time. But mm-hmm. yeah, the Ace really was. A, um, it's kind of like the bike shed now. Like, it's cool. It's so cool, you know. And I feel like bike sheds getting a lot of attention now. But I feel like back in the day, Ace was like all you heard about, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, there's a guy named Carpy that lives up here. And when I go to the next motorcycle show I go to where he's at, that I that I know he's going to be there, I'll call you and we'll actually do a motorcycle thing together since you don't believe I actually go to these <laughs> go, go to the shit. And we will go and uh, he he's from England and he's like he makes cafe racers still to this day because like that's what he grew up on, you know. That's so it is cool. it is a thing in England that identified you as like a, a ton up boy or, a, you know, the motorcycle scene, the mods, rockers, all that shit started with the, uh, yeah, that all looked cool. I just never spent, got much time to really look into that history. Yeah. Sick. I'm going to go ahead and uh, close out this segment with Romford. Uh, and I don't think we're going to make it through some of the other countries like mm-hmm. Denmark and Germany and 
Bangkok, Thailand, which I knew you <laughs> totally wanted to talk about this week, but that's we'll get to that in another episode, maybe. Uh, Romford, dig this. It sounds like the type of place that's pretty awesome if you know about it, but most people, when you tell them, they uh, the review I read, or the article I was reading online said, most people will scrunkle up their nose and go, Oh, Romford. And then you say, Oh, have you been there? And they go, Well, no. But, you know, it's kind of like me when I think of um, Rialto. <laughs> and I almost said Riverside or Temecula, but it's like, Have you ever been there? No. Temecula's beautiful. You know, like Temecula, I always think of like rednecks on Harley Davidson's, <laughs> but I know that there's, well, there's literally a redneck on a Harley Davidson that I'm talking to that's pretty cool. And <laughs> where you live, it's really beautiful. And I don't know, Temecula, I guess Temecula has its parts, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just like everywhere else, I think when it, it sounded like if you said Romford, people would be like, oh yeah, like, hey, I'm going to LA. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Where are you staying? And you're like, Torrance. And they're like, oh, like not Beverly Hills, not Hollywood. <laughs> oh, Torrance. Okay. You know, oh, okay. And you're like, no, like Torrance probably has some good stuff. So I feel like my town, like if you tell people you were coming up to here, they'd be like, oh, like where the fuck even is that? Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's pretty nice. You know, nice little nice place, little area. right? It's cute. Yeah. So Romford seems like one of those places. It's probably fucking bitching. Uh, but most people, it sounds like most people don't know where it is. And so they don't know that it's bitching. But if you're there, you have the whole town to yourself. I also learned that there's a thing called a mushroom and tomato bap. And I don't know what that is, but it just sounds fucking tasty. <laughs> I'm going to eat a little bap. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah. Bap? And then a bap. Hmm. And then I also know that if you uh, – I, I know it's probably kind of close to London or, or something because one of our Patreon supporters lives there and mailed me something that they got from the bike shed. And I'm guessing that Romford is not too far. It's a suburb of London, I'm guessing. It is, yeah, East London. Okay, East Side. That's cool. I live on the East Side of LA, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I live about 20 miles outside of about, LA. Yeah, 14 miles, it sounds like maybe. Yeah. So, roughly, Romford is as far from downtown, far from London as Junkie is from LA, like the actual city of. Down, well, downtown LA, the, the outskirts of the city, maybe I'm a little closer, but yeah. So it's, it's like that, you know, like, so what did you get? Minutes, what did they 15? mail you? Oh, I can't tell you. Um, <sighs> Was it panty? But the last thing I could tell you is that if you add Ford or Shire to anything, it sounds like it could be an English town. <laughs> and I don't know if, uh, what sounds better Temecula Ford or Temecula Shire, but they both sound, <laughs> they both sound oddly terrific and terrifying at the same time. <laughs> as long as it's, remember when we did the podcast challenge and there were all those townships. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and fucked like, up. Yeah. We should just added Shire to all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Look, oh, well township, the word township and the word Shire is a lot. You know, they, it's obviously a lot bigger, but yeah, that really fucked us up. That was the worst. You don't have I really like that out here. Yeah, no. And here I was like, "Ooh, Rancho Santa Margarita, here I come!" And then they're like, "Wait, we got Kings and Queens, North End Townships, Shire." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> fuck you guys!" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That really fucked us up. But yeah, just add Ford or Shire to the end of your town. Here's here is uh, we got to wrap up this week's show because we're we're we. Even trying to be fast, we're going long. I know. Um, that didn't sound appropriate, but I'm going to put that as a sound clip. Um, 
I want to I want to say we we need to do a call to action. Um, Kim and I are going to sit down and figure out what we're going to do for Solstice Slam this year. And this episode gave me kind of an idea. What do you think of this, Kim? I know in my town, there's, or, you know, and even in Pasadena, which is like 10 minutes from here, mm-hmm. um, I can probably find five or six places that look like another country. And actually right out in front of Pasadena City Hall, there's, a, I mean, Pasadena City Hall looks like a huge Spanish building. It looks like something from Spain or Mexico, right? Yeah. Um, out in front, there's two giant heads. I don't know whose heads they are, <laughs> but it's kind of like a weird Easter island. So as long as I cropped out all the buildings just right, I could have these two giant heads and I say, hey, look, it's funky Easter island, right? Yeah. Um, I know out in Temecula, you guys have a lot of power lines. And if you take a picture just right, it looks like the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Those huge tall Oh, I've got lines. some good ideas. Are we allowed to, like, are we supposed to say or no? Well, yeah, you just throw one out. Just throw one out there that, that somebody might could use. Um, there's a place I saw, I think I like I told you, out um east of Borrego, out mm-hmm. by Salton Sea called Slow Jamistan. Oh shit. Yes. <laughs> there you go. That'd and be a good a one. San Diego DJ has like claimed oh. this area as like a territory, and there's like a yeah. sign. And you can even purchase parcels of slow and you're not allowed to wear Crocs yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, There's some other slow uh, That's on my list when it's not Dude, in the middle of summer. Yeah, I know slow jamistan. It's literally the so, desert, but I want to. I, I know, there. I know. It's off would be awful to go to other, and I think it's on fire as well. Yeah. Um, and I think you said the word of the week, but we'll see. Oh shoot! Um, Damn. <laughs> you might have. I probably so, did. You might have said. I, uh, you might have said. Except for it's the middle of summer. Sweater. Yeah, there you said. There you go. So, so yeah, I think that for Solstice Slam this year, my idea is that you go around and there's, you know, just up the, well, for me, it's like a, a, add an extra hour for you, but not too far. A couple, a couple few hours away is Solvang, which is a totally Dutch city, right? In the middle of the. I literally booked a, a room there today. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. So that is a little Dutch. It looks, it looks like a piece of Denmark slapped mm-hmm. right in your, uh, right in the California coast. Um, of course you go down to the beach and you can probably find all sorts of weird, like, you know, Mediterranean style housing. So what I want people to do this year for Solstice Slam, just visit something that looks like you're not in your, like if you're from Wisconsin and you can go to Aztlan, I think there's a pyramid there. Like there's like a, um, a Mayan style pyramid there, which makes sense. Cause in the, uh, you know, back before the Spanish came and then the Europeans came and everybody came from other countries, it's not unlikely that, you know, Mexico and Texas and all that shit, some of the, uh, some of the, um, what's it called? Like building styles would have made it up to Wisconsin. They just up the river, you know, they would just hit the Mississippi and head up and yeah. take some, take their building styles. And from, I think that there's like a, a, a Mesoamerican pyramid in Wisconsin of all places. And when you start to look at like America and South America together, pyramids are everywhere. And I just think that the ones in the U S didn't last very long because either they're buried and they look like mountains, but they're really not. Or people just knocked them down. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah. Let's say you go to Aztlan and there is a pyramid there. I'm just assuming because uh, it sounds like an Aztec name. And you take a picture by it and go, look, this is like I'm in I'm in Mexico or I'm in the Mayan uh, 
uh, Mayan state of um, Quintana Roo or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So f- there's plenty oh, of stuff for yeah. us here in California. We got all sorts of shit that looks like... Uh, have you ever been to Chino and seen that weird, like, crazy thing that looks like Angkor Wat? It looks like the... Um, do you know what Angkor Wat is? It's that crazy, like... Uh, uh, temple in like Thailand, I think. Oh, I know. Yeah. On the right hand side of the 71. Yeah. 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 I like that. Really. That, <laughs> that thing. Like, look, that looks like you're in fucking Thailand yeah. or Indonesia or something like, yeah, like that sort of shit. I think solstice slam this year should be that submit a picture of you in front of a global, um, you know, landmark wherever you're at, whatever city, whatever state, whatever country, whatever province. What do they call them? Like when you're in England, I mean, are they just counties? You know, they don't have. I, don't I know, know they have cities, but then they have county. I don't think there's actually states in England or Scotland. But um, so whatever county you're in, uh, whatever territory you're in, wherever you're at, whatever whatever you call your uh, your locale, go find something close to you. And make it look like uh, you're in another country or you're in another location or something like that. So yeah, you need to like dress up. Like you should like double up on it too. Like you need to kind of wear some garb. Oh my god, that matches the background. If you can find some (laughs) native Aztec garb in fucking Wisconsin, and (laughs) if there is an Aztlan pyramid there, and I fucking will (laughs) applaud. I will applaud you till the day I die. That's that's a feat because um, the Mexican food there is probably as atrocious as the the costumage that you're likely to find. But yeah, I think that's going to be our solstice slam this year. And um, our continuing challenge that we have, God, I got to scroll down for it. I need to copy it and paste it up every time. So we need to hear from people uh, from a city that we talked about that listens to the show mm-hmm. while they're on a golf course showing their nipples. And now we need to add something for this week. Oh, that gives me, oh, I have a good idea. You know, I'm going to hit up. Slurping wine. I'm going <laughs> to hit up that listener from Canada, from oh. Winnipeg, because you know what? He golfs and he rides. There. And I want to see his nipples. So, Jason. And, and here's the last thing. Here's the last thing. When you send us the city where you're at, add Ford or Shire to the end of it. <laughs> So Winnipeg Ford or Winnipeg Winnipeg Shire, (laughs) send it, send it and a picture and we'll get you something. Junkie has a box. I'm going to call it Junkie's Junk Box. I have, I literally have a box of junk out here in the garage. That's old show props, old shit. When I had the studio set up um, in my other house, it was shit that was all over the walls. You know, I had like a proper studio set up there. I wasn't uh, out here behind the dumpster, behind, behind the Taco Bell where I am now. Um, but I got a box of shit. I got, you know, all sorts of little fun, funky shit that I start making to see if it's worth, you know, making as like a Patreon or a prize giveaway that I get thrown in there. Of course, I get stickers from everywhere and their mom when I go to shit. And, you know, don't use yeah. those. I might have some shop towels. I might have some shirts that people have given us. So I, if you send us this in, uh, we'll give you something out of the junkies junk box. And, um, yeah, and then we'll then we'll re, we'll hit reset and we'll start another challenge. Yeah, because um, I definitely want to. I want that, and then we need a new challenge. Hell yeah, hell yeah! So right now, if you're from one of these cities that listens to us, add Shire or Ford to the end of it. Go to the golf course uh, with your motorcycle and show us your nipples, and uh, email that to creativewritingpodcast at gmail dot com. And I'll, I hope to God I don't get any illegal shit in my inbox, or I will. F- fucking you know 
I'll flip it the fuck out. You can't out. be picky now. Well, uh, yeah, but yeah, whose inbox are they going to see it on when I, <laughs> they're going to be like, hey, sir, it looks like you were uh, requesting this, it says right here. Here's that picture you wanted. <laughs> um, so yeah, do that. Send send anything you got to uh, uh, creative writing uh, podcast at gmail.com. If you have, if you're doing something for Solstice Slam, and you're taking a picture of yourself in front of another location. Hell, take a video on your phone, send it, uh, you know, however you'd like to send it to us. You can send those to slam at creative-writing.com or creativewritingpodcast at gmail.com, however you think it'll get here. Um, and we will uh, start collecting those, and we'll actually get to the solstice slam um, probably by the winter solstice. Who knows <laughs> this year? But, um, but yeah, get out there and do it. Mom and Dawson, if they want to check you out on the uh, the Instagrams, where can they find you? They can find me at Dawson's Freak with a Z at Instagram. D a w s o n s z r e a k. Just kidding. <laughs> now I fucked everyone up. Now they won't know. So <laughs> Z free. Yeah, freak. Yes, I know. I know. You can check me out, biggest asshole in the show business, on um, at Facebook or Instagram at Creative Writing Podcast. Uh, check us out on Reddit, Creative underscore Writing. Uh, Check us out on Patreon, creative, uh, patreon.com forward slash creative writing, and email us as usual, creative writing podcast at gmail.com. And uh, the Solstice Slam address is specific to Solstice Slam entries. If you send it to us there, we will know that it's your entry into the Slam. And everybody that enters uh, gets uh, put into a chance to win something. Last year, we gave away a pretty cool helmet. This year, if we got enough bucks in the uh, piggy bank, we might do something like that again. Um, and maybe we'll throw in a bonus prize from Junkie's Junk Box. So with that, we out. Mama Dawson, you got a uh, you got a, a, an outline for us? Mm, stay fresh cheese bags. Stay fresh cheese bags. And mine is get out there and enjoy the wet. Oh, <laughs> such a tease. I know. I'm going to...